in the door. Entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind, obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silent. Stand by for some politi-shock. Are you a whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho-babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage. And rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smiriglio. I cut it short.
Welcome, everybody, to Voice of the People USA Radio. I am your host, Dan. No need for the Dan Spurgoyo. Mr. Audio Dude, he's awesome. He does some good shit. So you'll be hearing some more special personalized intros for the other shows. That was recorded in, like, January, I think. So it's a little dated, but it's all good. You know, what the hell? And I figured it was our right to use that one because (laughs) I was kind of expecting it to be just me. But Logan is here, which is cool. I have not heard from Herbie. I am. What's up, man? The new guy who came back. Because <laughs> I ain't no pussy. That's right. I I haven't <laughs> I haven't heard from Herbie. I know he was working. He said he would let me know. So if anybody in the chat, our little chat thing there on the fascist book thing, wants to reach out, feel free. But with that, welcome everybody to Voice of the People USA Radio Live every Thursday from 6 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. ish Eastern. And remember to check out our other shows Tuesday night, VOP Roundtable, 7 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday night, Rise Above the Noise, 7 p.m. Eastern. Every Thursday you're here. And Friday, I think he said 3.30 p.m. on the VOP Network side of the Stoner of the Jedi. And various other podcasts to boot throughout the week. I sounded very Canadian there. Where's Tony? Anyway, shout out to all. A boot. A boot. Thank you to everybody. We <laughs> dropped again from last night. We are now ranked number 32. 32. I, 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 that shit excites me. I'm sorry. I know I'm weird, but whatever. I'm proud of that. And the only reason that happens is because of all of you. So. Thank you all for what you do, and thank you for a very awesome show last night and a very awesome show on Tuesday night. You gave a lot of love to the new show. I appreciate it, and last night was a whirlwind of emotions, wasn't it? But it was awesome. I loved it, and it was a good time, and then here- I was there. It was. You were there last night. Are you listening? That's right. Listening, in. Yeah, I saw I saw your message. I was there. working. It's all good. I saw your messages after, but thank you. Thank you. And, you know, it's been an interesting week, and we've been getting a shit ton of replays and downloads and everything else. A lot of shows get replayed, and a lot of shows get listened to on demand, but I will say, for some reason, last Thursday's show seemed to be very heavily downloaded and replayed. Now... To quote, geez, I wonder why. I don't know. To quote, to quote the title of a Stoner and Jedi episode, it has been spoken about ad nauseum. But, 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 it's been a freaking interesting week. So, with that, you know, I I try to decide whether I'm going to harp on shit or. You know, let it go. Obviously, I've chosen to harp on it. Um, cause it's, it's kind of what I do. But, um, it's, it's been intriguing. All right. I know this is fucking boring radio right now. Don't worry. I get it. And, you know, first off, thank you to everybody who's listening to us. Obviously, the chat room for the shares, for the love. Uh, everybody 
that goes to the website. Remember, VOPUSARadio.com. Everybody listens to us on Spotify, on iTunes, on iHeart, on Podcast One, everywhere else we're found. Thank you all. Appreciate you all. And I thank you for all the love and the support and for helping us out and helping us grow and helping our brand grow. And that's pretty damn cool. And last night, very late at night, I got the chance to speak to the one, the only Mr. Slightly Serious. I don't want to give his real, I don't know if he gives his real name in his show. I always seem to miss the intro of his show. Good guy. Good guy. You know, we had, we had a good conversation last night and there's some cool stuff coming. And obviously we spoke to Taz last night on the show, a very rare Wednesday night caller twice, but it was awesome having her on and we're all going to do some collabo potathon thing, which is what I've been wanting for a long time. So it's going to be fun. And other than that, you know, you know where to find us. Shout out to everybody, radio.uk.co. Thank you for airing us live. Age of Radio, Liberty and Freedom Radio.net. To all our friends in Europe and Asia and everywhere across the world that listens to us, you're all crazy, especially the ones that listen to me live at weird-ass times. I know the time there. I know how late it is and everything. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to preface this all with before I... Don't you love... God, shut up. You've been listening. Don't you love when you get a phone call when you're trying to do this shit on your phone? <laughs> Podbean, seriously, come on. Get the desktop shit going, you know? Ugh. Anyway. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I want to address something because I will, I will always, as you've learned, be honest with all of you. So... Wazi, you honest? Shut up, Dick. Wazi <laughs> reached out to me today, and we had a good talk. And he he legitimately did get called by his job, and that's why he left the show during the last segment there. But admittedly, he said he was offended by what I said, and not not to go into the whole long story, you know. And he knows I did not apologize because I won't apologize. But obviously, some people, you know, if they're offended by what I say or how I come off, I get that. I do get that. Others, you just come across as guilty. With him, he admitted he was upset, you know, and I was a little bit upset with him, obviously, because I didn't hear from him. I'm thinking, well, what the fuck, you know? But we had a good talk, and... I have known this guy for freaking years and years and years and years. So we honestly and sincerely did have a good talk. And he's back at work now, actually at the site. And I'm happy for him that he's able to do so with all the bullshit going on where he lives. So he cannot be on the Thursday shows. We knew that was coming a while ago. So he is off the Thursday show. He did offer to try to call in during his break, but I'm not that much of a schmuck. But. I just want to say much respect to him for, you know, for calling and for us talking about it. And it, it cleared up a lot of things. And that's pretty cool. So he will address things as well when he does pop on one day or we're going to do something on the weekend. He and I that we had discussed a while ago. And this will be addressed again. I promise you. But in the interest of moving past the shit, you know, 
I want to put an end to it. So me and Wazi were good. And I explained to him, uh, believe me, I told, I told him everything that I said on the radio shows that I share with anybody I spoke to outside of it. I did not, you know, bullshit. I, I'm just too blunt. So I share with you what I shared with him, but it was an honest, blunt conversation. Do I wish it had happened a week ago? Yes, but I'll own this one as well. Cause I certainly know it's work and life and shit, you know, life happens. And there was other stuff going on in his life and work and everything else. And I get it. Not giving a pass or anything like that, but I respect somebody who can call and actually talk. You know what I mean? So that for that part, I want to say that it felt good. You know, it was good to, to air that out and move on with that. So we're good. And Yes, he's not going to be on this show anymore, but he's been on for a while. And hell, he's consistent. Yeah. And he, he is his own person. That's for damn certain. But I was happy that this shit got ironed out. So look for something coming from me and him. And that's when this will be rehashed again, but in a far different setting with no ill will or malice towards each other. And I'm good with that. So there you go. Wazi, I know some of you may or may not like him. It's okay. Yeah, some of you may or may not like me. Well, it's a lot, don't probably. That's all good. But I'm just happy to say we've moved past that and we're good. To the other two. <clears throat> I couldn't download the dramatic reading. From the Stone of the Jedi, that Elias, the charming misfit, did last week. It would not let me download it for the life of me. I don't know why. Kind of upset me. Because I wanted, I wanted to play that, you know? But unfortunately, I am not able to. And for some reason, it just wouldn't download. But I digress. Here's the difference. It sounds like you need to call sex support, my friend. You know, no, no. It's just called I need to learn how to use phones, probably. But it's okay. It's okay. This is what was sent to me by Melanie 14 hours after the show last week. Where she give a, gave a big fuck you. Not to me. I, you don't offend me. When she gave a big fuck you to every fucking person that listens and shares and donates. And to all the people out there listening that actually get what I'm doing here. She gave a big fuck you to all of you. You disrespect the brand, yes, but one thing that pisses me off, I said it last night, and a lot of you were on last night. That was a freaking emotional show, right? But. It was. Thank you. Thank you, Logan. Can I say something before you go on your way? Go ahead. This is the Vader girl who I know is in the chat. Where were you when I was in high school? Because I would love a teacher like you. Uh, that, that's all really because 
she sounds like an awesome teacher. I didn't have teachers like that in my high school. <laughs> they all lived in Scranton and Dirtyville, Carbondale. Yeah, I can't speak to teachers out out here, you know, but you're fucking pandering. <laughs> you're pandering, man. What's wrong with you? I know. It's okay. No, Just a little you're bit. You're good. You're good. Anything else you want to throw in there? Co-host? No. Co-host? Yeah, whatever. Shut up. No, that was, that, that was it, because Fader Girl sounds pretty awesome, and I wish I, I had her as a teacher. Some of us were fortunate. See? Like I said, I got yeah. the mom that I Lucky got, bastard. I got the teacher that I got, so, yep, be jealous, bitch, fuck off. Now, silence yourself, damn it. <laughs> Don't interrupt this. Okay, I'll silence. You didn't hear this either, okay? okay. So, yeah. I did, did I send this to you? Logan? No, you did uh, not. Good. I, I asked for it, but you never said anything yeah, about it. Yeah, screw you. Um, but I, actually, sorry, I better be nice to you. Because <laughs> then it really will be three hours with Dad. Anyway. Oh, well. Okay, here we go. So, you spend all that time ignoring messages, not answering shit, people, whatever, and you hang up because... You are obviously guilty or feeling a certain kind of way, so you have to project it onto the person calling shit out, and then I now to run away rather than fight battles. But all of you people are so weak, and she just doesn't understand how you could all be so weak and be a bunch of pussies. When you bail the way she did, you validate every freaking thing I said. Everything we all said and everything that everybody else saw and was thinking. You look like a sad sack. I'm being nice there, okay? I won't be for long. I should have stopped the damn intro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before I get to my reading, listen, just just deal with it, okay? Just 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 deal with it. Are you a whining, sniveling wait, little apologist? Wait, wait, Are you wait, a psycho, wait for it. snowflake? Wait for it. Part of the wait victim culture and all of the global elite wait. that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? Yes. If so, let's send a shitty fascist book message 14 hours later where you don't even give me the respect of making it grammatically correct. You don't even show me the courtesy. You dumb, stupid bitch. If you're gonna try to insult me, up your game, you fucking weak-ass juvenile, system-leeching, bottom-feeding, hypocritical fuck. But I digress. This is where Herbie was concerned last week, because Herbie, he, he had to cut off the show before the rant, so he had a pass. Herbie, you know, Herbie. Wherever he is, Herbie. Anyway, he he's concerned because he said he laughs when I go on my rants because he thinks people believe that what I'm doing is scripted, what he knows that it's not, but he doesn't want people to think it is. I get what he's saying, but I think all you could tell, yeah, it's it's not scripted. It's not scripted. Otherwise, it might sound a little bit more coherent, but damn it, the passion is real. Now. Going back to the useless fuck. Let's see. 
Let's see. And by the way, let me correct the record here, okay? Frickin' Melanie was on Voice of the People USA Radio back in 2011. I remembered that shit, right? I don't know how the hell I really actually ended up meeting her online and activism and bullshit like that, but she came on the show. She was gone after four weeks and sent this long, rambling message to Mike Jacobson, the other longtime host that's now on Tuesday nights. This whole bullshit message how she was offended by him always speaking about libertarian issues and not letting her talk as much as she wanted and this whole freaking multi-paragraph bullshit, and then she blocked him. So it was interesting to see that resurface after all these years. So my bad, my bad, that I forgot why the fuck we got rid of her in 2011. And at the same time, we never really wanted her on the show. But, but, we'll get to that. So, here, let me read the message, and I am going to read it the way she wrote it. So, I hate reading shit, but don't worry. It's it's prefaced by tons and tons and tons of messages, you know, pretending that she's going to make us t-shirts, which she never did. Anyway. <clears throat> Sent July 24th at 10.06 a.m. Last night's show was incredibly embarrassing. I felt like a kid in the principal's office. How many hours have we had on group calls lately? And never once have you said a word about any of this. You just basically took us to the woodshed and beat the shit out of us, quote, co-host, end quote, live on the air. You talked about us like we were too stupid. Oh, sorry. Too stupid to have a higher level conversation. Next paragraph. Excuse me. But when was it announced that we were not going to talk about current events? Space question mark. I missed the memo. Period. All I've heard was how great the show is and how it's the highest ratings ever. So, comma, I was quite surprised to hear your true feelings on front of God and everyone. Period. Move on down. Also, just because you were, quote, screaming about these things in the 90s, end quote, doesn't make the rest of us idiots. With everything in me, I hope no one that I know heard me get put down and put in check. Admission? was something that I actually thought I was a part of. I couldn't listen to that anymore, anymore. I left. (laughs) I hope you find people more, quote, on your level, end quote, as you put it, or maybe it, you, should just host your own show and talk about whatever you want. Thank you. Because I can't read your mind. And neither can anybody else. Dramatic sentence. If when you start sentences with and, you just look like a fucking idiot. All you say all the time is that you want us to talk about what we want to talk about and you won't put out an agenda. Period. And then you crucified all of us for doing exactly what you asked. Period. You should have said all the same things without insulting us. 
you could have yelled and screamed about globalist, spelt wrong, without saying how awful our topics were. No matter if you threw in the occasional, not you, Melanie, period, not you, Dave, end quote, period, and then listed all of the things we just talked about, period. Hmm. It was real clear that there was no mistake about what you meant. Well, you no longer have to, quote, die a little inside, end quote, while I'm talking, period. I'll make my exit. I'll just suggest for your own personal growth, you go back and listen to that last 20 minutes, period. Your post-engagement may have gone up because of your, quote, passion, end quote, but you lost people on your side. Best of luck. I want to say the C word. Anyway. Breathe. Breathe. Hey, got 14 year olds in the room. <laughs> I'm a bad example. <laughs> ah, did you all enjoy that? So, I never go back and listen to my own rants, right? Where is the fucking woodshed? It was in there, right? Did I miss, uh, whatever, I, I'll have to go back. Well, did I miss something? I know she says something about being in the woodshed. Because goddamn, they're making fun of it all this time. I, there it is, yeah. You just basically. Yeah, it was in the beginning. Yeah, thank you. You just basically took us out, took us to the woodshed and beat this shit out of us co-host. There you go. I'm abusive, aren't I? I, first off, a big fuck you bitch for your quote passion end quote was that a dig at me you fucking bottom feeding bottom feeding too stupid to be a good whore i mean you are a fucking perfect example of what you should not be as a woman as a person dare i go there as a mother um, I got such a dick thing to say, isn't it? But hey, she, she, I'm sure she'll listen to this to be a victim more, right? Yeah. But, 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 she, who is too busy not seeing systematic racism and living, living in her own little world, right? You know, I, I, I can't for the life of me understand how somebody in their mid-40s could be such a dumb fucking idiot waste of life and you sit there and you attack people for leeching off the system abusing the system when you yourself do the same thing because you're waiting for a fucking settlement gee haven't heard that from every white trash asshole before, right? I'm waiting on that damn settlement to come in. I know. How long have you been scheming the system? You fucking pathetic waste of life. Who the fuck? I don't give a shit if you're a woman or not. Who the fuck do you think you are to put passion in parentheses? You see, it's called realness. It's called raw. It's called passion with a capital P, you stupid fucking bitch. Learn to spell. Don't you ever question my passion 
because I have something that you don't have, okay? I have perseverance, I have integrity, and I have fucking balls, which you wish you had, because you are a weak-ass fuck. So you sit there on your little throne, your extra, 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 extra reinforced throne, and you fucking condemn other people, and you, you, you judge people. You said this show is so highly rated. I was referring to the show the week before when literally everybody was yelling at you. Because you sucked. Now, now, you sit there on your extra reinforced throne. And you point the finger of blame and condemnation at everybody else. Because you're so, you're so righteous. You're such a good person, right? You are the epitome of hypocritical bitch. And I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. People like you are a cancer, a stain on society and humankind. Now, I know you've done good things in your life. I know you have, right? But it easily gets overshadowed by your pathetic bitchiness and holier-than-thou attitude, which newsflash is why everybody fucking hated you, and they didn't take you seriously, and they yelled at you. Because if you're going to talk about shit, novel concept, know what the fuck you are talking about. So you insult me. You pathetically try to insult me. And you're better than me and everybody else that listens to this show. You might have gained a lot of post engagement. It's called show engagement, you dumb fuck. Know what you're talking about when you try to speak on something. You sound like a fucking dumb shit idiot. But you do every time you open your fucking mouth. I don't claim to be better than anybody. And I was being nice. And I, I, yes, yes, I ranted. The same way I did weeks before while you sat there and listened to me call out other people and talk about other people and put the back of the house shit out there for the world to hear. Because that's what I do. Because unlike you, I'm not a hypocrite. Unlike you, I'm not a liar. And unlike you, I'm not a very large fake. I'm sorry. I can't be that phony of a person. And I, I just, I, you know, I let you onto a platform that you contributed fucking nothing to. How about it, guys? Everybody should pitch in money to, to, to donate. Where was your dollar, huh? Huh? Didn't get your state check yet? You know, the state benefits and the federal benefits that you bash other people for receiving when you yourself receive them? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Hypocrite, huh? And you're going to have these shirts made, right? You're going to have shirts made. Shirts, 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 shirts. That's why you fucking were brought back in. I'm not going to lie to you, right? I was trying to be nice. But you said you were going to offer something to the fucking world. And you offer nothing except a shitty opinion. So. So, 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 let's, let's quickly, I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but, mm. and lest we forget the other one, your son, Mr. I'm an expert on rape at the age of 18. Hmm. I won't go uh, very personal there because I'm a better person than you. 
But grow up, educate yourself, and in the meantime, shut the fuck up. Because you don't know what you're talking about. You, Mortaz said it last night, and this is kind of spot on. You kind of sort of sound like a rape apologist. So, I don't know. What does that say about you? But what does it say about the parent who's fucking raising you, huh? Who raised you? Who brought you up? What fucked up morals or values did she instill in you, huh? How about it, mother of the fucking century, huh? Miss, miss, I'm better than the fucking world. I don't like it when they yell at me. Then grow a fucking brain. How about that? Put on some good weight. The weight of a fucking brain. So, seriously, I, I'm, I'm trying to move on here, but the other one's gone because, you know, uh, he didn't, I, I didn't even kick him out. I didn't kick him out, you know, because, Melanie, I'm going to make my exit. Fucking idiot. I mean, God, learn how to fucking talk, right? But nevertheless, nevertheless, at least she left and she took down the little bios that she put up in the group and on the page when she left. Oh, my God. I was fucking crushed was crushed what kind of spiteful stupid bitch do you have to be to do something like that but newsflash nobody gave a fuck about the bios hate to break it to you if they did they would have been done months ago when carrie asked for him the first time when i asked for him right they weren't that big of a fucking deal but ah, it is what it is so i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna remove posts because what you're trying to hurt me Grow the fuck up. And again, and again, I, I, I know I'm harping, but some of you waited for this shit. So I'm just speaking my mind, right? It's kind of what I do. Anyway, the other one, I did not, I did not kick him out of the Tuesday show. He just didn't show up. We were all so crushed by that. You know what nobody misses? The one who is irrelevant and equates to absolute zero. That would be him. I like missing drama too, Ace. Much love to you. You know why? Because I don't do drama. My job now, I travel around, I go in and out, manage multiple locations, and it's like I get to escape workplace drama to escape drama in the real world and then I see this shit and it's just it's laughable to me because and I'm very 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 fucking blunt right so if somebody doesn't like me I'm gonna speak up and I'm gonna say fuck's your problem tell me right own that shit but again when she says in her little thing that you know, she missed the memo and didn't know we weren't supposed to talk about current topics. Okay. Multiple calls, messages, live shows. I said what I expected. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Just contribute something more than the basic mundane bullshit. Like I said last night, and I'll repeat again tonight. If I never heard the names Trump, Biden, or Republican Democrat on this show, I'd be a happy person. Because 
there's bigger shit to talk about. So if we're going to talk about something, elevate it. Elevate it to another level. Open it up to discussion. But no. No. You don't do that, do you? Every fucking week. Every fucking week. It's about taking a knee. It's about Trump. It's about this. It's about that. Repetitive bullshit. How nice do I have to be? How nice do I have to kindly remind you, like, hey, let's keep it moving, right? And how many times do I have to say, dead air, which I fucking hate? Talk. You didn't put out an agenda because I don't think I got to write a fucking script for goddamn children. Huh? I don't want to insult children. But seriously, I got to give you an agenda. Do your own research and talk about shit and actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. I could speak three hours, six hours, 12 hours, all alone, and go continuously on and on and on. You know why? It's called fucking passion. It's called, I may not be the smartest, I may not be the best, but I'm real. And I could vent about shit, and as you all learned, I could rant nonstop when it's something I believe in. The fuck do people like that believe in? Trying to build their own brand, huh? You have no brand. You have no brand other than trash. For the way you spoke to and about the listeners of this show, the callers of this show, fuck you. For the way you disrespected the people that share this show, that donate, that listen, that listen on demand. Fuck you. For the way you dumbed everybody down with every word that came out of your mouth. You made us all, collectively, die a little inside. <laughs> Fuck you. Nobody will miss you. I was going to be nice and say nothing. And just... Thank you for all your contributions to the voice of the people and wish you the best in your future endeavors. I did that for the sun on Tuesday. Tonight, not so much. And then I decided I couldn't do that for her because there were zero fucking contributions. I hope nobody I know was listening to me and hearing me get torn down like that. You out yourself for not promoting the show, not telling people about the show, and obviously, you have no fucking friends. Truth hurts, right? Truth fucking hurts. So you outed yourself there. You need somebody to write a script for you and tell you what to say because you're not smart enough to do it on your own. High level. First off, the other thing, you know, things I was screaming about in the 90s. You stupid fucking bitch. I was in like the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade or whatever the fuck. Right? I graduated in 2001. The fuck was I screwing about in the 90s? I was too busy getting called to the principal's office all the time because they receive a bomb threat. So obviously I was target number one, right? I was different then too. You know why? Because I was fucking me. I wasn't trying to be anybody else. So maybe you were screaming with this week's baby daddy in the 90s, but I wasn't screaming about shit other than fighting the battle in middle and high school. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's because you're a ginger. I'm not a ginger, you dumbass. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Irish and Italian and mixed in other shit. Thank you. How the fuck you people get 
that's an inside thing. Nevertheless, you know, I, I just, I cannot, and I couldn't scream as much as I wanted to last night. I'm not supposed to scream on Wednesdays. But I got loud, yeah, and I was in a hotel, obviously. But I really don't want to continue to scream about this. And at least, you know, at least I could say, like I said earlier, Wazi called me and talked to me. Man to man, right? I could respect that, and I appreciate that. When you are so fucking juvenile as to send a pathetic ass fucking Facebook message with shit grammar, you just, it's, it's the perfect send off to a waste of life. Is that too harsh? I don't think it's harsh enough. You know why? Because, oh, and when she, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, Charming said this on the show, and he was right in his dramatic reading, which inevitably I will get shared and uploaded. But when she said in there about how uh, I suggest you, oh, I hope you find more on your, more, reading her shit. I hope you find people more on your level, as you put it. Or maybe it should just host your own show and talk about whatever you want. I love that sentence. That That is pitch perfect there. Mommy dearest, right? Maybe I should just host my own show and talk about whatever I want. Elias said it, and he was right. And now I'm going to say it. I've been doing that since 2009 on the fucking radio, you dumb, stupid, worthless bitch. Who the fuck are you? That just shows how even more naive, how dumber you are the fuck when you spend over $40,000 of your own fucking money and invest in a platform where you go online, you stream because I told off a radio producer on real radio and I walked away from an actual real radio job because I wouldn't let a fucking producer tell me what I should or shouldn't say. And I called him out on air and walked off. And then we went online, right? We were already activists in 2007, holding rallies. But 2009, we started live streaming, right? How big was it then? And I put in all this fucking time and effort to become rich and famous? No. Because some of us were censored before it was cool. Before the media made an issue out of people saying they need to be censored, right? But some of us 10 years prior were already getting fucking banned, getting our Facebook accounts removed and shit like that. Why? Because we'd hold rallies and bring people, Republican, Democrat, atheist, Christian, forget everybody, all colors, all races, everybody. We would bring people together. That's why I got banned. I got banned for a fucking reason, right? It was a test subject. The fuck were you doing back then? Just curious. What the fuck were you doing? I know what I was doing. Oh, uh, but she she became an activist during the tea party. Wow. Wow. Good for you. You changed America. The tea party. Give us your money to protest the government taking your money. We'll show you the way. 
We need more money. Millions and millions and millions of dollars raised. And what the fuck did they do? I don't insult the normal activist whose passion they preyed upon, but I insult the dumbasses who wear it like a badge of honor. I was a tea partier. Wow, you should have sit outside on the side of your head and said, I'm a dumb fucking idiot. But hey, send more donations to Freedom Works. Send more donations to the campaign to defeat Barack Obama. You stupid motherfuckers. You think they wanted him to lose? They were making too much money. Does it, nobody have a fucking brain? I wonder, right? But that's when she came into prominence as an activist, an attendee. Bitch, I was holding fucking rallies, paying out of pocket, flying across the goddamn country, having to fly in politicians and musicians and all these other people pay for their fucking tickets to come speak at our rallies. You know, because they take advantage, right? And I'm the fucking idiot who did it, but whatever. I worked 100 hours a week. My two days off, one day off, whatever it may be, literally travel across the country, hold a fucking rally of thousands of people, fly back. There you go. Drive back. Whatever it was. So, and what did I do then? Did I go out there and say, fucking look at me. I'm so wonderful. Build my brand. Build my brand. No. I walked around fucking audiences and gave regular people a microphone. I let them talk. I let them be heard because I wanted to build a platform Build a stage for everybody to unite and be heard. I backed up what I spoke about, what I preached in fucking action, while people like you, the hypocritical fucking idiots, you're a fucking attendee. That's the story of your life. You just show up. You're fucking weak and pathetic. And the reason why I'm so angry is because you had the fucking audacity to fucking talk shit about all of you listening to this show. Do I know 90% of you? No. No, I don't. But you know what? I've had better conversations with all of you. I have more love, respect, and appreciation for all of you than people like that. And I don't just say it for your benefit. You could ask Elias Charming. You could ask Harry. Fuck, you could ask Logan. You could ask Tony. You could ask any of them. I say this shit in chat sessions. Video calls. I say this because I mean it because I'm real. Love me or hate me, I'm fucking real. I'm not trying to be loved. I'm not trying to be hated. But I'm forever, forever bettering myself as a fucking person, holding myself accountable first to always keep my integrity in check. That's the God's honest truth. So you know what? I said it last night and I will say it again. And some people say that I shouldn't, but I will. I will. I apologize to you the audience, for bringing toxic elements onto this show. I should have done my due diligence a little bit better, maybe. But as I've said, I want differing opinions, right? Newsflash, I don't want fucking experts in Agenda 21 of globalism. I don't want fucking experts. That, I want people that are real, that speak from the heart 
that are about having a conversation. Does that make me wrong? Does that make me a dumber person? Because I actually believe in the art of people coming together and talking rather than the pathetic, weak-ass shit of screaming at each other and calling each other's names. Calling each other names, excuse me. And being the fucking, I said it last week, being the fucking people, the media, the globalists, the, the power brokers want us and need us to be constantly hating each other, constantly condemning each other, rather than coming together. Why aren't there more people trying to build these fucking platforms in the mainstream media? Because they don't care. They don't care about you. We're a rating. We're a mark. We're a statistic, right? They need the division. They need a division. They don't have anything bringing people together. People can say what they want about Podbean. I have my issues with Podbean, all right? I want to know why the fuck people are getting banned. And I'll put it out there. I checked out Taz's show late last night. I can't remember his name. He came on and he said he was banned from our show. I have yet, I think I banned one person. And we can't even block anybody. Who, how the fuck is that happening? And why is that happening? Ace got banned. By whom? And if it is one person... Thankfully, those powers have been taken away, but I'm still curious. Why do things like this happen? But I said that for a reason, right? I don't want to ban people. I want to bring people on, bring people in, and say, let's fucking talk. Let's be real with each other. And I see so many people on here, no matter what the fuck they're talking about, I hear other hosts Slightly serious. Morning Coop. Eric can name all. Eric himself. Taz. Ace. So many people. So many people talking about real shit. Talking about life. Having every fucking call number filled up. Filled in. Right? People talking. People talking. Talking about life shit. Real shit. Meanwhile, I have to be weighed down by a dumb fucking idiot who wants to talk about the same divisionary bullshit that we see every day. And I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Because it's the fakest and the weakest thing in the fucking world. But weak people, it doesn't surprise me. So again, I don't want to talk down to a woman. I don't want to disrespect a woman. But as far as I'm concerned, that one is an insult to women. An insult to mothers. An insult to fucking humanity. Until you pull your head out of your own extra large ass and look in the fucking mirror and say, maybe before I talk about other people, I should fucking own my own fucking bullshit, right? No. Point the finger and send the Facebook message. Fuck you. So when I built this shit, when I started this shit in 2009, I did it with the vision in my mind that we were going to have a platform for people to come together. And if I get this 24-7 streeting shit going, that's the goal. I want other hosts to come in, do their own shows, bring their audience, and not have to pay 100 150 300 bucks a month. Because free speech should be free. Bottom line. So again, 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 
I cannot stand being spoken down to poorly by a weak-ass fucking nothing who doesn't even have the decency to do your research on me. On me. Listen to the fucking shows. Understand who I am. I hold myself accountable publicly. I will damn sure hold you accountable. And I did it in the nicest way because I was trying to be the better person. Trying to be that person. I have a shred of hope. I knew it was lost. But I had that shred of hope, right? But you showed your true colors when you hung up and you got offended because you were guilty, which makes you a hypocrite. Don't project your weakness and your patheticness and your, your friggin' immaturity onto me and onto this audience. And again, who the fuck are you to insult the people who listen to this show? Who the fuck are you to insult the callers of, the, of this show, of any of our shows? At least they're doing something. At least they're actively engaged. And at least they have a brain. And they don't look at the headlines of the TV and regurgitate the same bullshit for fucking three hours on a goddamn radio show that you did nothing to be a part of except get invited. And you were never really wanted anyway. Hate to break it to you. But I'm protective over this because I know why I do this. And I saw some in some of the shows I went to last night. I seen people say, oh, voice of the people, that's all Trumper shit. That's all whatever. And I know where it comes from. I know why people would say that. It upsets me to read, but I'm not offended. I get it. Because unfortunately, when you have bad representatives doing the majority of the talking, people will think that. Again, 98, 99% of the people out there, you know my political leanings. But you know what? That means nothing. Because you're getting to know me as a person. And when I say that I want to engage all of you and bring you into something and invite you to talk so we can educate each other and better each other, and maybe, just maybe, I don't want to sound too freaking wussified here, right? But just maybe, make the planet, make the country, make the world a little bit of a fucking better place by being civilized and talking to each other and providing a platform for others to do it. So if that makes me a bad person, I'm good with that. I will gladly be guilty of that. But I give a shit about all of you. And I'm not going to freaking sit here and preach my political leanings onto you. Why? Why should I have to? In conversation, we'll have points of discontention, right? Points of disagreement. Talk about it. Move on with respect. With appreciation for the people you're talking to. The people listening. When you scream and curse and demean and belittle, which I do, but I don't do it to you. There's a difference. That one did it to you. And it bothers me. And never again, never again, why allow something so toxic to seep into something that we're all building into something special. And I don't need to be greedy. I don't need to be selfish. But yeah, even Mike, who's been involved for a long time, he admits he hasn't contributed any money. He couldn't. It's neither here nor there. So 
for over 10 of those 11 years, I paid for all this shit. And the only thing I ask for in return is that you respect the brand enough to represent it with honesty, with integrity, and to never disrespect the people that call into the show and take part in the conversations because without conversation, we are nothing. We are lost. If we allow ourselves to be that shitty of a person, then we might as well go watch a Fox or a CNN and be one of those brain-dead fucking idiots and get all our fucking talking points and propaganda from those assholes. And that's where somebody like her belongs. She'll never get to that point. You know, she'll never become anything other than what she is because she's complacent. I'm not complacent. I'm never complacent. I want more. But I don't want more for me. I want more for all of us, because I believe in the mission of what I did, what I started fucking 11 years ago, that has now since brought in good people, brought in bad people, live and learn, right? But it's brought in new people, new audiences all over the fucking world. There's power there. There's power in conversation and power in freedom. And I'm sorry if intelligent callers scare you. I'm sorry if intelligent callers, you know, run you off because you're a weak, stupid, blind, worthless asshole. And I have absolutely, I I regret the fact that I'm addressing this, but I said that I would, so I had to. And again, this is my therapy. So Logan is a new host. I've known him for a year, right? He's a new host. He stuck through it all last week, right? Like I said, he actually went in the chat room and said, great show. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. That was fucking hilarious. But who's here this week? He's here. Where's everybody else? Phone. See? God damn. Sorry. That's the problem of hosting shit on your phone, right? What I'm getting at with all of this is a simple fact that I, I'm never going to be sorry for what we've built here and what we've made into something. So, yes, now, whereas last week I had, what, fucking five slots filled up for co-hosts, this week I have one. Herbie works. He travels for work. I get it. He's here. He's in and out. Whatever. He he wasn't triggered and offended by somebody speaking truth. Right? Just know this to everybody listening and everybody who will listen. Whether we agree on everything or whether we agree on nothing, I will fucking defend all of you. I will defend all of your opinions, all of your thoughts, all of your passion, and I will always allow you to be heard. And always allow you to be a part of the conversation. Bottom line. So to her. And the other one. Thank you for contributing nothing. Except exposing yourselves for the dumbass fucking idiots that you are. Thank you for showing the world. What. Pure blind stupidity is. Because that's what you delivered. That's what you showed to the masses. And you sicken me.
break time. Where I live is in a tornado warning as well, by the way. So if the show magically cuts off, you'll know why. Really? Mine's oh, not. We are. We're up higher than you. Yeah, you and your big fucking mountain, big pedestal that you sit on, apparently. <laughs> extra, extra, extra reinforce. <laughs> All right. It's break time. Somebody find Herbie. I went through a whole hour of me talking and yelling. The fuck? But maybe I should have my own show. Thanks for the permission. Are you a whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho-babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage. And rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smiriglio. Still here. No tornado has come through yet. <laughs> I had to play that one again just just because. Just because. So sorry I uh, did what I did for an hour there. But, uh, you know, <sighs> it's kind of what I do. I'm waiting to do that. So 
you know, I, I, I can't, I can't do intros like they used to do it because Melanie and her three friends were offended and they thought they were boring. So, you know, you know where to find us, right? I'll get to that later. <clears throat> anyway, Bogan. Yes, sir. What is up? Uh, it's raining. Hmm. You're very <laughs> astute, man. Always. You're really on top of your game. <laughs> so. Well, I got my kids, so I'm trying to be a little quiet. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, thanks for coming on to the Evil Thursday show. I appreciate that. Evil? What's evil? I don't know. It's mean and cruel and abusive. <sighs> anyway. Oh. Raining pretty heavy now. Nah. You know, I love tornado warnings. I do. Why, you hate to be like Dorothy and get swept away? Now, I'm one of those assholes that when I see a tornado warning, like, I run outside and I'm looking. Like, where the fuck is it? You know? Like, I want to <laughs> film that shit. I'm one of them. I can't help it. Oh, you want to be like those Western people? Western Central people, Americans? Yeah. We live in Tornado Alley. So, <laughs> actual people in the center of a... No. No. But it makes you wonder, like, shit, how the hell do you go through all that, you know? Freaking tornadoes, hurricanes, I mean, we get them all up here. Yes, we do, obviously, but shit. Shit. That's not fun, man. So, tell me, tell me, or give me your input. Uh-oh. You know what? You're an outsider, right? And yes. let's face it, you're my only fucking co-host. But, <laughs> give me... Give me your feedback on last week and everything up to this point. Because I, I never asked you really for that. I know we talked briefly back and forth, but curious. Curious. I mean, I only listened to, like, Wednesday night. I didn't know you had a Tuesday show. Now I do. But, like, from what I gather from last night and what I experienced Thursday, she left in mid-rant. And yeah, Dave gave you an excuse, and he manned up and talked to you. She didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she did was wrong. Like she made it sound like her daddy used to take her out back behind the bar and didn't touch her inappropriately. But that's besides the point. We don't talk about that. To the woodshed. <laughs> woodshed. Like, sorry. But again, you know, again, like, were you offended? No. Never. Thank you. I'm not looking for validation. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm just curious how how other people seen it. I've gotten a lot of feedback, obviously, but I'm always curious how it comes across. You know what I mean? That's that's the biggest thing with me. So I don't know. Am I am I too off base by actually wanting people to talk about shit of relevance? You know, is is that is that a horrible fucking thing? No. Like, okay, let's bring up Jeffrey Epstein. How many people knew about what he really did until he died? And then once he died, everyone knew what he did, surprisingly, all of a sudden. Hmm. 
except the FBI scumbags, right? Yeah, except for them and the Clintons. You know what pisses me off is the simple fact that, you know. Just you, remember, they can't suicide us all. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're bipartisan. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, honestly, it's one of those deals where I, I just can't believe the audacity of, of all this shit and people get a pass, right? Like, the FBI gave Epstein a pass in the uh, early 2000s. The friggin' given, uh, what's his face? The, uh, Frickin' hitman, the serial killer, and, uh, what the fuck was his name? In, uh, Massachusetts and Boston, uh, Whitey Bulger? You know, uh, Mueller, you know, he gave him a pass too. It, it's just, it's, uh, you see, and that's the shit. That's the shit. That's the shit. I mean, that's, that's the shit that I'd like to talk about. That bigger picture shit that, Federal agencies and global agencies giving passes to fucking serial killers and rapists and pedophiles and every other goddamn thing in the world. But no, let's keep it topical, right? Let's let's talk about the same old shit, right? I mean, there's a shit ton of other radio talk shows that talk about the current events. Why don't you go to those ones? Mm-hmm. That's oh, you got truth, Joe Rogan, right? Ben Shapiro, Laura Crowder. You got Glenn Beck with the Blaze. He's got all his co-hosts and people that he has. Right? If you want one-sided shit, there you go. I don't know. I, I just, I can't, I can't understand how having bigger discussions is a bad thing. And if we have to be mundane and topical, that's that's acceptable. That's socially acceptable. That's the problem. It's socially acceptable. Yeah, it's sickening. It's just fucking. I love how everyone's crushing on Taz right now. Looking through chat. I haven't even looked at the chat for the last couple of minutes. I, I <laughs> my freaking phone, man. Yeah. everyone's just lot. trying to hit on Taz. <laughs> oh, that's everyone funny. found out she's single. Taz, Taz has got a following. That's awesome. <laughs> so, we ended the show last week in an interesting place. Talking about remember. the Bible and the gospel? Mm-hmm. Religion. And that's something that I definitely, definitely, definitely want to go back to sooner rather than later. Because that was a hell of a good discussion. That started. It was. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it started the last five minutes of the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the part that pissed me off. But something that I've been talking, because like I said, I spoke with uh, Slightly Serious last night. And the back and forth we were doing earlier with Taz on the uh, Wednesday night show. Doing these potathons, man. You know, I think there's a lot of a lot of good that can come of that. And a lot of shit that can be discussed. And, you know making it topical and talking about the deeper shit and actually giving it the time and the justice that it deserves, it's not a bad thing. I'm I'm legitimately, legitimately wondering if there's going to be a tornado for once. Nah. It's the mountains. We don't get tornadoes here. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the maestro for becoming the maestro. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, 
there's just so much shit. There's so much shit that I wanted to get into. And there's so much shit I wanted to talk about, but it's one of those deals where it's like I, I just it's hard not to just address everything that's happened and get over it. Which I will after this. I'm gonna let it go, let it die. You know what I mean? But my god, man. What an interesting fucking Okay, Elsa. Uh, so what's a what's a topic that you would like to discuss? I'm curious. What's something that you would like to talk about? Because I have yet to actually do that to you, and I, I, I feel bad. Last week, you got to hear nonstop fucking bullshit and talking and, you know, the whiny shit. So, I'm curious. What's on your mind? What, my mind? The woke left and what the fuck they're doing. I know you ranted about this last week, but, like, I don't understand it. Because I would love to. to I would love to congratulate the woke left in their. This is me thinking out loud to their attempt of being politically correct, and that they have made America more whiter than ever. If you think about it, they took away um, uh, Auntie Jasmine at Auntie Jasmine something whatever that pancake mix is. Uncle Ben's, Miss Butterworth, Frank's White Cream of Wheat, Miss Kateria, the Frank Bandinos, Lake, Land of Lakes Butter, the Redskins, the Indians, and who all remain still as, like, the faces of brands and whatnot. No. W-I-T-I-E. Oh, sorry. Fuck that up. It spells white. So congratulations at your attempt to erase everything, because now you just made America more white. Why are you doing this? This is the complete opposite of your so-called agenda. I never looked at it like that. That's that's honestly one way I never, one thing I never looked at, you know, thinking that. That's a little unique, but you're right, I guess, huh? And I just, it's kind of fucked up. I don't know. I, I don't, you see, my issue, my issue with the whole thing is, is it's doing nothing to advance... Uh, uh, uh! Hold on, we have a caller. Uh-oh. Welcome back, the and Ant- thank you for calling in again. What's up? The Antifa super soldier has returned. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, are not. You are the anti-Antifa Antifa, anti-anti... All that good stuff. <laughs> oh no, the no, Antifa I'm, I'm not, super I'm not soldier. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are, you are the conundrum of everything. And I gotta say to you, I'm happy, I'm happy that, I'm happy that you called back in. I am because I wanted to apologize to you on that Thursday when everybody was on the on the line. It was, a, I, I definitely wanted to get into more because again, you have a completely different perspective than just about anybody. And unfortunately, another co-host just made it one-sided political bullshit and completely ruined it. So I apologize for that. No, that's all good. And I wouldn't say that I'm all that different. It's just that, like, I feel like I'm one of the few people on here that's actually educated on anarchism. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's not really a common position. Most of it's like straw man. Most people think like punk rock, and that's like their the extent of their uh, engagement yeah, with anarchism. So it's like. It. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, just fuck the government, lawless order, and just degenerous. Like, that's kind of where people's minds go to when they hear anarchy. But, yeah. Yeah, so, reason why I wanted to call in is I wanted to chime in on, like, the whole, um, you know, getting into, like, kind of the whole, uh, forgot what the fuck. Uh, the, um, <laughs> like, like basically right. what he was talking about, the, 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 the people being removed from the brands and all that jazz. And it's like, it's not necessarily that people are trying to make, um, America whiter. It's more so recognizing that allowing stereotypes and racial divides to kind of seep so deep into our society that we forget them is kind of harmful. You know, that's, yes. uh, like, if you look into the older versions of Aunt Jemima, it's a syrup, by the way, not a pancake mix. Um, she was, like, straight yeah, up, like, out, a, Logan. Uh, Yes, it was, she was, like, a straight that's up, like, like, a, like, a, what, what are the words, the, like, the house slaves? The fucking, like, they, they, they um, like she was, like, straight up one of those. Indentured, um, indentured servant, I believe, right? Whatever. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so, point is that, like, she, like... Straight up racist stereotype. It's like straight up out of like minstrel shows and shit. And so like because of that, like I I think that like there's some benefit to be gained from being able to acknowledge that and move past that. Be able to like say, look, we we should probably not (laughs) be propping this shit up anymore. Let's let's see if we can find a way to move forward. And I think that that, like that's kind of what you're seeing right now. Now a lot of it's being clumsily done. Like for example, with the redskin redskin things, I've talked to a yeah, lot of indigenous yeah. Americans. A lot of, a lot of them just kind of don't give a shit. More of them are more yep. concerned about like where their next meal is going to come from because those plantations yep. are fucked. But yep. there's yes, yes, large. they are. Right, and there's there, but there is a large enough contingent of them that also feel like yeah, we should, probably shouldn't be having that rolling. Like it's, it's complicated. The point is like I think it's just more so about like kind of giving people with minority rights like kind of a chance to be like hey. Let's chill the fuck out for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just kind of how I view it. No, and I get it, and I think. Whoa, what the hell was that? Was that Logan with a fucking train in the background? Like Jesus Christ, what, <laughs> what was that? Wow. My child. <laughs> oh, okay, like okay. Fell over and went off. Right. Okay. Well, uh, daddy on the line. Jesus, you kids Jesus playing with Lord. trains, dude. Whew. Anyway, they grew up no. so fast. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly, I never thought about it the way Logan put it, though. That was an interesting, because I, I get where he was going with that. You know, like, literally the, the bluntness of it. Like, you're taking away, I got what he meant. You know, and that was something right, that right. was unique. And, of course, to what you're saying, I I fully agree. You know, and it's just, it's interesting, though, that the the fixation on these on these these minute things and skipping the bigger things. Not all. But unfortunately, it's like the ones that actually are, are yelling and screaming and fighting for the bigger issues and the bigger change, they're forgotten. They're overshadowed. You ever notice that? Well, that it's one of those... Oh, yeah. It's like the... Of course. Yeah. And I just... I don't, I don't get that. And that, that goes into what I said last night. It's about these people only want to hear their words coming out of your mouth and nothing else. And it's... it's this, it's sad because the people who actually are trying to fight for real change and talk about these bigger things, like an ace, like a Taz on here, and so many others out there, it's like those issues, the realness, is overshadowed by the bullshit. And yeah, I, 
coming okay. from your perspective, I, and I'm, I don't mean to cut you off there, but coming from your perspective, with, with the views you have, how do you view the media? Because I think this is probably something that we, uh, we probably agree on. <laughs> and, and Ace, I've been saying that forever. I'm an equal opportunity hater. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I was, I was actually like, this is, this is like something I was, this is something I've actually been hoping to talk about with you, like ever since I started listening, which to be yeah. fair, it wasn't that long, but yeah, okay. there's a, uh, you fucker. <laughs> Where were you at the <laughs> oh sorry, man. Guys. Here's what, I mean, that's what I'm hoping. So here's the thing is that there's this, um, there's this concept that floats around in anarchist circles called manufactured consent. It was coined by a, uh, academic by the name of Noam Chomsky. He's like kind of Oh yeah. Like if you want an if you want an easy intro to like anarchism and kind of just like general like left wing thought, he's the guy. He will mm-hmm. give you the one on one course and just kinda of like hold your hand through to get you like kinda of further into the uh, ideology. So manufactured consent is the idea that the way authoritarians will subvert democracy is that they won't make it outright illegal to vote. They won't make it outright illegal to research or report on these topics. What they'll do is that they will slowly over time take Are you there? Did I lose people? Information there you are. Okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> did I get did I get did I go off into the in the uh, matrix? Oh uh, maybe only to me. I don't know if everybody else heard you. It might right, have been well, just on my end. Don't worry. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Just so, your end. It's the tornado coming. Thank you. Oh, damn. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so going back to what I was saying is that they will slowly whittle away the information and knowledge needed to accurately engage with the democratic systems in place. In other words, you'll be so misinformed on the issues at hand, what matters most, that like your, your votes are basically manipulated before, like a. Uh, are so manipulated and warped that you're basically just kind of uh, playing right into the hands of those trying to gain power. You know, the Mm -hmm. authoritarian tendencies. You know, you start dehumanizing large sections of populations. You uh, start uh, sowing racial and class divides and so on. And that's kind of where it leads to is that you're just you're just basically just kind of this walking ideologue that doesn't really believe in anything you're just kind of just a collection of uh, headlines and uh just consumerist tendencies and that's mm-hmm. kind of what i see going in when it comes to that, that's kind of what i see happening when it goes into like uh arguments over things like brands or like what Colin Kaepernick yeah. did at the uh Correct. you know with Nike like it's 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 allowing people to think that they're doing revolutionary action when they're simply p- playing into the into the systems of corporate America. Mm-hmm. No, the kid agreed. Logan, smart child. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sam! That, that sounded like me at the beginning of the show. That's great. That's great. Standing ovation. There you go. You know what? I, I find what you said interesting because that's, that's something that I find fascinating. How, how people can be, and again, we've spoken about this before. And I think somebody, you know, they, they misunderstood where I was going with it. When I see people going off the topical shit that the media gives them, like basically says, okay, here's your papers and now go. This is your script. This is what you're upset about. 
and it's insulting to the real issues, the bigger picture, but it's insulting to the people. But we know that how the so-called, you know, these organizations that love society and are here fighting for you, 90% of them are all absolute horseshit. I mean, they look, they view us all as puppets, you know? So, yeah. and, and that's something that how do you call? What the hell? Yeah. Oh damn! Doesn't everybody it just, know? You just went phone call. You just went know. silent and bang! It just all fucking right. Just Loudness. came right back. Yeah. Loudness, damn. Anyway, how does it, how does it <laughs> feel coming from your perspective? Somebody who actually, you know, subscribes to this belief structure. Like you, you live, you subscribe to. It's it's who you are, right? So, how do you feel when? Is that the original Ace profile? I'm just curious. There's a I, lot. <laughs> no, I, I'm just happy Ace is here. But anyway, how does it make you feel looking at what the media will call anarchist and all this other shit in the streets? Ah, got it. Thank you, Ace. Huh. Well. How does it make you feel? Because you, you live that, that I, don't, I don't know if I want to say ideology or that lifestyle or that belief structure, but... How does it make you feel when you see the media's and and even the other side, like the right wing people, whoever saying, "Oh, those are anarchists." Is it offensive to you? Anarchists want destroy the world, new world yeah. order, that yeah. kind of fun stuff. It's not. It's not really so much offensive to me. It's more so like I just kind of feel bad for them because if if you if you t- you know buy into this idea of manufactured consent, you'll you'll come to find out that most of the beliefs that people hold is just misinformation. They genuinely just don't know any better, and you know that that that, that makes me sad. <laughs> I wish I wish they wouldn't view me as someone that deserves to be black bagged and thrown into an unmarked vehicle at any given time, and uh, you know, a little mm-hmm. disturbing too. It feels like it feels like something straight out of 1984, and you know, as the poem goes, I'm, and and this is where I get worried about authoritarianism because. Are you aware about that famous poem, you know, talking about Nazi Germany, the, you know, the the, dis, the descent into fascism? Of course. You know, the, first they came for the communists. Yes. I didn't speak out because I, I feel like I feel like that's the first step. Except this time we substituted communists for anarchists. I, I feel like we're going to be the first to go. You mm-hmm. know, taking photos of political dissidents is always the first step uh, of authoritarian regimes. And that's just kind of where my mind's at is like, we need to like chill the fuck out. <laughs> We're going into a real dangerous direction. And the more and more power we cede to the state, government, whatever you want to call it, uh, the more and more we, the more and more we could be spending that time like, uh, just coming together and just like realizing that we're the I people agree. that truly hold the power. I agree. Yeah. That- and you see, that's the thing. And this, this is why I'm happy to have this chance to have this talk with you because this is, I, there's a lot of stuff that we actually agree on. You know what I mean? And it's, it's amazing to me how so many people can miss that. And that's what I say now. It's like people don't have to be pushing so hard or fighting so hard for you know, the fall of everything. It's coming. <laughs> it's been in the plan for a very long time. You know, it's coming. And, no need to expedite because that that fall of society, fall of government, whatever is coming. But we're going to have a very bad – in other words, what it will be, I will almost 
rather have what you preach versus what will be. And that's where we start going into the globalism talk. That's where we start going into, you know, the bigger power players, if you will, which I guess I'm not allowed to talk about because people are too stupid, right? But honestly, that's the shit that's scary. And that's the shit that doesn't get spoken about enough. Or it does, it gets touched on, but not enough. I found that I can speak on it pretty easily around here. Although, to be fair, it's probably a bit more palatable. I do think it's like global capitalism and all that jazz. I mean, you can, we can get into the nitty gritty of that some other time, but that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where like, why well, I lie. That's kind of where my, my, uh, air quotes rifle sights are pointed. No, I, I get it. I get it. I, and I know where you're coming from with that. I see it. Rogan, weigh in here if it's, if your, if your kids aren't going crazy, cause I, I would love to get your perspective. He's, he's so damn they silent. Are. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> they, they are. So I'm trying to walk around and listen at the same time. Yeah, got it. Herbie's not coming, I'm guessing. I'm just throwing that out there. But nevertheless, I got to ask. But to go off. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-oh. No, I was just going to say, like, I don't know what I was really going to say, but, like, the end of the world kind of, like, economy's goal. It's like like all those futuristic movies. It's going to be China that rules everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of where we're headed. You know, because as of 2018, they're like second to world greatest power, and they're still climbing. So by I think 2025 or 2030, I'm thinking they're going to be more than us, bigger than us, for economy wise. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where my money's on right now too. I'm curious, I'm curious why, and I don't really have to be curious because I get it, because I know that a lot of the media, a lot of the movie studios and shit like that, a lot of owned by, you know, China involvement there, they're bought into this, they're bought into that, they own so much shit. China owns the media too. Exactly, and they own our debt, right? But I, I'm, <laughs> I love that one. They're our um, dad. Right? Daddy China, yeah. You know, China, the big, big China that got their asses handed to him by Japan for how long? I, I just, I get it. I, two, two, three years? Yeah. I, I, isn't that, isn't it amazing? The people who don't know history, but the simple fact that Japan was whooping their ass. And I mean. But we don't talk about that. No, no. And they were our ally. Just like Russia was our ally, right? But then we don't want to get into the whole CIA and their, you know, their propped up golden child, Mao Zedong. And, you know, that's all good. And it's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me how China, who literally rounds up Muslims, rounds up black people in the streets and puts them in camps. And that's not even just some crazy conspiracy theorist shit. They do it. And they get a pass. But I know why, because you think the media is going to talk about that? Hell no. The media is never going to go down that path because then they lose their money. They lose their funding. We know where, where the sponsors come from. We know where half a big pharma is funded. I mean, I mean, how much, how much is it that China has of our, our farm, big pharma, our products, um, all this shit? What's it like? 98% of our pharmaceuticals come from China. I mean, it's we just, invent it. They make it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me, you know? And, I just I can't understand why these and this is the stuff, the the bigger topic stuff that I want to address so people could actually speak to it, because it gets a pass and it gets glossed over, 
And I just don't understand. I mean, real shit. I mean, and let's, let's go into something else that was brought up the other night at the Tuesday show, right? Illegal immigration, right? That, that was something that was, was brought up and how it's such a, uh, an issue here. It's such a big thing and it, it causes so much division, shit like this. I mean, the immigration laws in this country pale in comparison to how many other countries where you will get locked up, you will get executed. I mean, it's sick, but it's like everything else gets a pass, you know? And I just, I don't understand that, but I know it's done by design. I know it's done for a purpose, you know? And that's when we go into the, the Mockingbird shit. And I mean, how many people could actually speak to Mockingbird, speak to Paperclip, speak to all this shit? And it's just, it's amazing how we go, we keep going down this road and everything else gets a pass. Everything else gets a pass. And the removal of history is so ironic to me. Now, again, I think both parties are shit, right? If we want to, and I'm not even going to say it, right? But I think both parties are just absolute shit. Uniparty, right? And revised history? No, that's called real history. Do some research. Um, if I were the devil. It wasn't that. I love that fucking audio clip, man. I, I do, too. That if I were the, the devil. Yep. That is one of the best fucking things, and I guarantee you 90% of the people don't even know what we're talking about. That, I think, is such a good listen. You know? And and that right there. Like, Johnny, call in. Fucking call in. Because if you think oh, about it, shit. if you Wait, listen to on. it now... Hold on, Johnny. Uh-oh. I apologize. Oh, shit. See? And I'll own my shit when I'm wrong. I apologize to you, Johnny. You were right. Go ahead. Go ahead, I, I need to cut you off. Oh, I thought Johnny was going to call in. It would be the first time I ever spoke to him. I was excited. <laughs> call in, Johnny. I have, I, have, I have no clue what the fuck Johnny Blaze's actual positions are, and I was so excited to find out. <laughs> well, I felt like a dumbass there because he, he, he said something and I jumped to... See? See? Self-betterment. Live in real time. There you go. Self-improvement. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that, that is kind of like going into what I was talking about earlier. It's just like we're just so fucking ready to just maul, like, maul each other when mm-hmm. there's so much common ground to be found. And I don't know. It's it's just worrying because it's just that's the sign of an authoritarian society. Correct. And yeah. at this point, I'm just waiting for. Well, I mean, we already have camps, but I'm just waiting for when they start getting rolled out to the masses. Mm-hmm. Like protesters being taken to black sites is that's a big no-no, <laughs> and I I think like people don't realize just like how big of a no-no that is. And it just it just worries me, like to to my core. That's like this is like I I just see what's going on in Portland right now, and I just see the the thin fabric of American democracy being just strained. And I'm just waiting: is it gonna is it gonna tear, or are the people real gonna realize like this is it? We need to you know. If you don't learn from the past, it'll repeat process. itself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like I I see so many people just being like, hey, if we if we stop protesting for a bit. So the federal soldiers will go away, and it's like, oh, this is it. This is when America, you know, at its core, this is when the rubber hits the road. Will we stay true to our amendments? Will we stay true to our freedoms? 
when we stay true to the American spirit, you know, of being able to express yourself and being able to, you know, just utilize your freedoms? Or are we just going to cower away like many civilizations have done in the past and allow the government to finally do the, the, uh, the fabled overreach well, you have that a government, uh, people have been warning about? You have a government within a government here when, you know, I, I laugh when people focus all their, their love or their hate towards a figurehead, right? Because what yeah. I think not addressed enough is, and I, I say this often, I do, the CIA. And oh, for sure. The CIA, as far as I'm concerned, is is the root of all evil around the world. And that I, I why do we even say deep state when it's just the controlling class, as far as I'm concerned? And um, I'm sorry, I, I just looked at the chat room quick. The Zionist. Oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot to uh, get into on that one, Johnny. I, I. Hey. I hate talking about Zionism. It, it, that's that's such a subject that caused so much division. Because if you talk about Zionists, and people are like, "Oh, you're attacking Jews." Wait, you're attacking what? This. I think what? it's so easy. To, I think it's such an easy conversation. Zionism? To. What is that? It's like it's uh, people who believe that uh, Israel is the home of the Jewish people, and that you know it has to be like Jerusalem has to be controlled by by Jews for. Whatever the religious reasons and all that jazz, and Muslims can't be there. Whatever, whatever the fuck, it's just some crazy bullshit regarding uh, religious beliefs. It's yeah, religion. I I mean, well, like I said before, I think division is such a tool to divide people, and it, it's it's always been a tool to divide people for so long, you know. And I I almost hate saying that, but it's true. And Johnny is right too. I mean, it, it goes a lot deeper. I mean, my God. We want to go into some deep history here. I mean, shit. You you literally had, well, I we'll use the word right. I although we'll we'll call them globalist um, power brokers, if you will, Zionists at the highest level that helped fund Nazi Germany, Hitler, that helped fund what they did there, right? So I mean, there's such a backstory there that people don't get into because not enough people take the time to do the research and. I don't blame people because so many people want to believe what they're taught. You know, you start to question shit, obviously, at one point. Right. But it's it's one of those deals where it, it just it goes it goes so freaking deep. And just like what you said before. Um, oh, shit. So. Wait a minute. So am I the first? See, I still want Johnny to call in. Would that be a first, too, if I got Johnny to call? In? I don't know. But. You know, there's, there's such the power brokers. I mean, all right, look at the boogeyman, right? Who, don't get me wrong, I think it's an evil piece of shit. That's me. Is George Soros, right? But George Soros is Jewish. And we can go into all the stories about him and what he funds and what his, his splinter groups and his shell groups fund and what they do. You know what I mean? So there's, there's such, there's such deep history there and people just don't know about it. And, to what Johnny's saying in the chat room, you're right. And then a lot of people will say, if you if you go down that rabbit hole, which isn't a rabbit hole, it's actually historical, fact, factual shit, world history. But we don't talk about it, right? But people who do instantly, you're a white supremacist. Like, listen, I think... <laughs> you're I, a white supremacist. 
Yeah, everybody is white supremacist. You know, listen, I think white supremacist, I, 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 this is me, I think white supremacy, all that shit, I mean, everybody is entitled to their beliefs, I get it, but with me, I'm just like, you know, fuck off and die. That's me. That's me, right? But at the same time, at the same token, then you go into that other debate with censorship, right? Doesn't everybody have the right to be heard, whether they are the most disgusting sickening people in the world you know what i mean and you're right and eric eric touched on something there about it being taboo for discussion there's so many things and i guess that's where that's where i've been really wanting to go with this is talking about these issues because not enough people do and how it plays into modern day i mean people think that everything everything that's going on right oh taz i haven't given an opinion one way or the other i'm just using that as an example I'm just I'm trying to give both sides of the of the censorship debate of you know the Zionist debate. I'm trying to talk to both, but you know it, it's it's just one of those things where people think this is all new. They think the globalist agenda, Agenda 21, was just drafted a couple of years ago, or this is something new. I mean these these plans and these positions and these these empires, if you will, that are controlling all this shit, they've been around for a very long time. Very long time. And oh, before Hitler died, he said that America was going to be the reason why World War Three starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are the Fourth Reich. And you know, it's it's one of those deals where look at look at this shit. Look at this shit. I mean, did anybody? I, I know some people don't know this or don't talk about it or whatever, but TV shows I usually freaking hate. The Hunt for Hitler. Did anybody on the on here catch that? No. I heard about it. Didn't Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't watch it. It was like I, going into how he supposedly fleed to Argentina, right? Yes. Yes. It is Yeah, that's the one. It's oh. one of those shows Those that, people that think he's still alive. No, no, they don't think he's still alive. But they have proof of a girl like so many of these people that actually went and began what was their call the Fourth Reich, right? in South America, specifically Argentina. And the show is interesting. And it was very popular. A lot of people watch it, not just truthers, not just tinfoil hat people, as they say, right? A lot of people watched it. And then it it ended. Yeah, you should. You should definitely look into it. It ended with them presenting to active FBI with everything that we've laid out to you, all the findings, the evidence, the photographic evidence, the written evidence, uh, video, artifacts, everything in the world that you could possibly imagine. Would this be enough to officially change the, the taught notion that Hitler died in a bunker? And the guy who is active FBI, and this wasn't an actor, said, given everything that we've seen here, we would have enough here to say that the official narrative that we've been told is not factual. And then the show vanished, gone. And even getting replays, I think it's back out now because people have forgotten about it. But it's, it, it was amazing how quickly that got erased from everywhere. It's back out there now. You can yeah. find it. Yeah. A bit shoot is awesome. I, w- I want to start doing some stuff on bit shoot actually not to jump out, but <laughs> I, I, I jump all around. I apologize, but, but. <laughs> Argentina lady boys 
Dose. I, I don't know about that one. I, <laughs> what the I heck? mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me either. Fuck to do what he did. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. That is a special kind of sick fuck, but wow. But I advise everybody to go and find that series, and, and if you're bored off your ass and you have time, that's something I would recommend people watch because it's Uh-oh. fascinating. It's fascinating. And it also touches on all the power brokers and the entities that help fund the Nazis and fund the Third Reich. and fund, I mean, it's sickening. Thomas Watson was, was right, probably right. worse than Hitler, and nobody talks about him, but we think it's cute when, hello, Watson, you know, like all that shit. Technology, you know, IBM, Microsoft, all that shit. It, just, it blows my mind. The global banks. I mean, that's. Oh God, yeah. But I mean, that's all. That that, it all. It just. It's all just. I think that's what people tend to forget is that, like, during World War One and World War Two, America and several other countries were wholly in favor of what the fuck was happening in Weimar Germany and, you know, the Nazi Party. They were fairly openly in support. They all knew about the concentration camps. They all knew about the forced labor, the fucking, just, just the straight up bullshit that was going on there. It's just that. There was a lot of money to be had in partaking in those markets. And mm-hmm. that's where sad we kind of come full circle with mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, sad And that's where true. we come full circle. Yeah, so that's where we come full circle with America today and the exploitation of the third world. You know, America, mm-hmm. as we've briefly touched upon, the CIA has done countless regime changes across Latin America, the Middle East. Uh, Everywhere. We've instated. Right, right. And then, of course. You yeah, know, the only one we know about is the Middle East. Oh, it's oh, not yes. just the Middle East. You should look into Latin America. Everywhere from Cuba, Argentina, yes. fucking Venezuela, uh, Boli- Bolivia right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking, like, we, America has its hands fucking everywhere. And it's all for profit. It's all for just, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to siphon resources out of this country to turn a buck. And mm-hmm. that's something that I don't think people are really... Uh, I don't think it's something that a lot of people are really willing or able to grasp onto. Uh, I being think able to realize the whole fact that of it's who's got the most money in the world, who's the richest man, it all boils down to it's, it's all about greed. Everyone's got a price. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Everyone does have a price, and that's what we're seeing. Is just We just keep seeing people write new checks. And... Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the thing too. It's like where a lot of people, and I think in this room that a lot of people I've come in contact with here, I'm surprised by the willingness of people to actually, you know, talk about these things and to go deeper into stuff. I think that's pretty damn cool. That's something that I I've been impressed by, with it comes to Podbean. Always game. Yeah, I no, I think it's great, and because not enough people. Have, and that's why I got so angry the past. Well, multiple weeks because we're sitting here and we're talking about these typical things. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's sick. It's sick that I don't want to be a part of a platform. I don't want to be a part of something where we're just going to be a, a copy of something that's already out there. Because what good does that do? What's, what service does that provide to the world? You know? If, if you want to speak truth, you need to know all sides of it. You need to know... <laughs> The good, the bad, and the ugly. There you go. I had to do it <laughs> in the chat room, right? But, but it's true, right? And not enough people. They have that one-sided, you know, history book version, and it's sick. I mean, you look at now, right? Some people are excited about the whole the coin shortage shit going on. 
in the United States and, you know, they're, oh, it's, it's, it's hitting banks, it's hitting stores and all this other bullshit. It's because, and there are, there are actual good cryptocurrencies, but ultimately it's being done for a reason. Hang on. We're going to let somebody on the, on the, uh, you're right, Johnny on uh, that person. Are you on? You are on. I see them. I okay. see them. I see. I see somebody. No Caller? words yet. I don't, even, I don't even know how to pronounce that. What a cure or curin phone? I can't even see the full name. Yeah. <laughs> Caller, you gonna talk? Weird. The, the thing I don't get about the corn stars is the fact that like a lot of stores were like started going card only, so I don't understand why there's a coin shortage to begin with. It's weird, dude. Well, it, it's it's one of those deals where and I think Johnny was right with that. They want to go digital. You know, the social credit score is one of those deals where, I mean, Jesus Christ, there's so much we could look into with that one. And people, again, Dragonfly goes unspoken <laughs> about. What? What are you laughing at? Uh, Kit Kat. She got a free drink at Wawa for paying five dollars and quarters. Oh, That's Jesus amazing. Uh, <laughs> isn't that sick, though? You know what I mean? Like seriously. And again, it, the social credit score basically you're tracked twenty four seven and how you operate on the day to day. Oh, it is the name. It shows they enter the studio, but not the call. I put them on the call, but I disconnected because they didn't talk. No. So. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Eric's the Buddha of Podbean. Anyway, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Yep. Taz, stop throwing away all those freaking pennies and dimes and shit. What the hell's wrong with you? Anyway, <laughs> but no, the social credit score literally, it grades you in real time. It we, we all know everything's tracking us, right? That's not, that again, is not some giant conspiracy theory. It's It's legit. Anybody with half a brain realizes that, right? You turn your phone off. You can remove everything. It still knows where you are, what you're doing. I, I tell everybody, if you haven't done it, I think everybody in here probably has, you know, or at least knows what I'm talking about. Talk about a person you haven't spoken to in a long time with your phone off. And then as soon as you pull up fascist book, you pull up any of these things magically, poof, what's going to pop up? Or talk about something you want to buy. Advertising will just magically appear, right? That's all coincidence. No, no. But the social, the social credit score is something that is inherently freaking evil. And again, cryptocurrency. Well, your social credit score isn't high enough, so we're going to reduce your income this week or this day, you know? And it's a sick thing. Yeah, you can't get a good house, a good car without a good credit score. Correct. And so instead of just a credit score, right, but an actual social. So they've taken this to a whole other level. And... A lot of people either don't know about it, and oh, I I agree, Taz. Credit is is <laughs> it's such horseshit. It's fucked. It, it, yes, right. it, it's so sickening, you know. And but to move away, like credit scores and all that, I, it's it's laughable. But we all we all fucking Taz, call in. Come on. But oh shit! Yeah, she was on our show last night twice. So I, I, I love Taz. 
Tess, Tess, Tess. Right? Just start chatting. Uh, she's cooking. <laughs> she's cooking. Fuck. Well, uh, damn. So? She got pizza last night. I heard that shit. <laughs> but anyway. There but, you go. No, we know, we know, we know credit scores. You'd be right in line with Logan. <laughs> Love you, Tess. Anyway. But... <laughs> But credit scores are evil, but imagine that. Like, just just take that in. And we're probably boring the hell out of some people, right? But take that in. You are literally tracked on how you are and how you act and how the things you do, you know, on the day by day. And that determines how much, if you're allowed to get on a train. If you're allowed to, like, that's, that's sick. That's technocracy. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, well, it's it, not just technocracy. Oh, God, no. See, it, there's it's a, beyond that. But go, yeah, ahead, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Yeah, so so the thing is that this is, here is me bringing out my inner Marxist, you know, anarchist mm-hmm. Marxist. We kind of run in the same circle. There's <laughs> a concept that uh, Marx himself uh, wrote about, I believe, in the third volume of Das Kapital, of the idea of uh, social capital that you can measure a man's monetary value uh, or their value socially in the same way that you could measure his monetary value. Uh, If we are to believe that, you know, time is money, you know, because it is the only finite resource, that that jazz, you know, supply, demand, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also similarly track their value given to a a socially in the same manner. And what we're seeing is China trying to bridge that gap. You know, just basically going off the deep end with the logical conclusions of capitalism, which is authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's essentially just, China has become the perfect authoritarian capitalist state, is Truly. what I'm just trying to get into. It's, 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 it is insanity to see how far they've gone away with it. And here's, here's a question I got for you, right? I'm, I'm curious your thoughts. Now, one, Unless I've missed something, has anybody seen Kim Jong-un in person since he had his medical thing, but then magically reappeared, but it was only audio? Has anybody nope. seen Kim Jong-un? Nope. I didn't think so. But he's, he's, he's back. Oh, yeah. No, wait, I did. He's my coworker. It's just the American version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. But, well, I, I find it curious, right? And, again, I'm not saying this for, for anything Trump here, but I'm saying for the fact that – so he sits down. Right. He crosses the, the, the line and everything else and all this talk. Right. Now, North Korea oh, was, of course, first a puppet of the CIA, but then became the gift from the CIA to the CIA <laughs> enhanced China. Right. But don't you find it interesting how Kim Jong Un, who could go on his his freaking oppression, terror spree and all this shit. Right. All the shit he was doing and then decides to flip. And say that he wants this and he wants to do this and he's actually, you know, engaging the South, talking, doing, making all these overtures. And then what was it? He had a, um, needed a stint, right? He had a blockage and a Chinese doctor came in and then it was, he's on life support. He's in a coma. Not two days later, he spoke at a menorah factory, but we have no video on the status media. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, to go on the Kim Jong, like I've read about him like being sick, but I never heard anything else from that. Like there was a theory that he got COVID somehow, and you know that fun stuff. But that's oh, the last no. I ever heard of it. Oh no, there was a whole thing where he was literally, and they even uh, I'll say the Trump name here, but they asked Trump during a press conference, 
if he had an update on the status of Kim Jong-un, right? And he said that... Oh, his new best friend? Yeah, but he said... But he said he hopes he he hopes he gets well, but he's not going to talk about what he knows, right? And other world leaders said the same thing. So magically, he went from being sick, something minor, to being literally brain dead, comatic, life support, death's door. Oh, he died. Some said. Then they re- reverse that, and then he's just popping back. He's just <laughs> he's just popping back into the world at a manure factory. I mean, just randomly, just randomly, but no, the state media, the state propaganda media that just fired back up that same day that was basically gone damn near quiet, just magically pops up, but they have no video of him, only a sister, you know, and only audio. I, it just, and what I'm getting at with this is like the puppet regimes, right? First of the CIA and then. You know, I think the CIA is like the, the big daddy and then China is just like the, you know, the oldest child that's ready to, you know, heir to the throne. And uh, I just – it makes you wonder like with the, with the land grab, the ocean grab, like the things they're doing and it goes so unnoticed. But like you said, it's the perfect authoritarian regime. It's, it's to call it communist – I never thought I'd say this in my life, is an insult to communism because it's beyond that. It really is. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's not socialism. And people, people mistake that all the time. It's not socialism. It's not communism. That is straight up authoritarianism. And I think people don't yeah, know the difference. It, and it's, it's, it's scary. It's, it's a real scary, it's a scary reality. You know, and I just, I just, I just yeah, Saudi Arabia, oh yeah, well, Saudi Arabia, oh Jesus, oh, oh Taz, you, you gotta, well, when we do, when we talk this potathon thing, you've gotta be involved in this, cause I, you're touching on something that, I mean, we talk Saudi Arabia, I start going into, fuck, I, I agree, we, we just start going into the Las Vegas shooting with the, oh my god, there's so much shit we can get into with that one, but, Kat, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on just the puppet regimes and what happens like, what are your thoughts on this? I, I'm just curious to get your take because it's it's uniquely different, and I like it. Well, going back going back to Nazi Germany, something that I always find really interesting about these puppet regimes is that they're mm-hmm. always still coded in air quotes communist iconography, and mm-hmm. you know they're they're the sayings and all that. But when you look at like for example, what happened with Nazi Germany, they used a lot of that communist and socialist iconography as a means to attract basically disillusioned socialists and communists as, as it's basically like a, a honey and hatchet thing you, you draw them in with the communist ideology and then you hold them at basically gunpoint with the authoritarian tendencies yes and that's something that we're seeing with china it's like that they claim that they're the communist party of china but where's the worker ownership where's the labor rights where's the you know the power to the people and it's like we, we have yet to see any of that and you right. see that in all these other countries venezuela bolivia so on and so forth they're still kind of coded in that uh paints of you know paints of communist red but there, there's nothing there it's all just it's all authoritarian capitalism and global capitalism that's left in its place mm-hmm. and that's kind of something that i'm starting to see with the us is um you see Trump talking about like trying to bring jobs back to America, that we're gonna stick it to the global elite, that like, you know, we're gonna drain the swamp, air quote unquote, and it's just like, 
Just he, over the shoulder, out the window, toss some salt over the shoulder and just hope for the best. You and, know? you know, it's it's one of those things where – and not not to go down down the road with Trump shit, right? But him and really any other president, as far as I'm concerned, like no matter which – I mean, I, I go back to JFK, right? JFK, right? And I'm, I'm not a Democrat, right? But I think JFK was – there's your perfect example. Your part, when, as soon as he spoke about the secret societies and he spoke about the CIA and the FBI, then how long after was he gone? And then take out the brother, you know, <laughs> compromise the other one, woman in the lake, uh, in the river, right? But, you know, so when he says these things, he like, you know, and this is not to, a, a defense or a knock or whatever, even if he really believes it in his heart, it's like one of those things. It, and, We'll play, we'll play, uh, dual sides here. Just like when Obama said the stuff he said when he was going in, even if you go in and you mean what you say, it's, it's one of those deals where the president can only do so much because you are not the most powerful man in the world. You are not the most powerful position in the country. And I think when that realization hits, Either you choose not to understand it or you choose to fight it head on. And then if you choose to fight it head on, how do you fight it? How do you really fight it? Like, let's say like, you know, all right, drain the swamp and we're going to, we're going to arrest everybody. Right. Okay. Great. Maybe, maybe one day that maybe, maybe Q will be 100% vindicated and people on the left and right, uh, politicians in all sides will start getting held accountable, arrested. The problem is they're just your cover. They're just, Half of these people, they're scum. They're pieces of shit. I, I despise about 99.9% of all elected officials, right? But a lot of elected officials are purposely compromised so they could be held and controlled by the actual power brokers, right? And it's one of those deals where even if you arrested all these people, you're still not even scratching the surface with how deep the shit runs. You know what I mean? Oh, easily. Yeah, Am no, I making easily. Sense? I mean, I, that's a, it's, no, it's that's kind of what I, I mean, talked about yesterday like, or last oh, week shit. about saying uh, sorry. no political parties. Because if you look at it, it's you vote for who's got the lesser of all deals because every politician has some skeletons in their closet. They rose to power by putting those skeletons there to begin with. Yes, that's why I kind of turned. That's why I turned to anarchism. Is that I believe that this system is just so fundamentally broken and corrupt that like there's nothing really to be salvaged here. It's mm-hmm. just it's just authoritarianism of different flavors all the way down, and it's that there's really it at least in my eyes. And again, mm-hmm. maybe it's just because my youth. Maybe it's just kind of like what I've consumed. I just don't really, I, I don't see a way forward with this system that we got. No, I think the only real way forward is for people to come together. Hold, hold, hold on that thought. Thank you, Eric. I actually lost track of the time because I want to, I want to go back. Can you still hang on, Kat? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Cool. All right. I'm going to take a break. So mute if you don't want to hear the loud music. My same boring music. I'm sorry, all, but we'll be back in two minutes.
You're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind. Obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silenced. Stand by for some politishock. And now, Voice of the People, USA Radio. Engage and rage. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio. Welcome back to Voice of People USA Radio every Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, exclusively for now, here on Podbean. Remember, check us out Tuesday nights for the VOP Roundtable at 7 p.m. Eastern. That runs until 9 p.m.-ish Eastern. (laughs) Wednesday nights, rise above the noise, a conversation with Carrie and myself. And go back and check out last night's episode especially because that was a really, really, really good one. I'm very, I'm proud of all of them. That was a really good one. That can be found every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, also on the Voice of the People USA radio channel, your channel for your political shit. The VOP Network side, every Friday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, The Stoner and the Jedi, and various other podcasts, and more shows to launch soon. And with that, remember, just pretend you're hearing ads here, okay? <laughs> with that, remember to check us out at VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Look out for some live streaming video exclusives that we're going to be doing, and a whole bunch of different type of concept shit that's forthcoming. Remember, follow us on Twitter, VOP USA Radio. Check us out on Fascist Book, Voice of the People USA Radio, both fan page and group. We welcome you all to be a part of that. Turns out to be kind of an interesting place sometimes. Check us out on YouTube, Voice of the People USA Radio. Check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, every other one. Literally, here's the exact number. We are on 65 platforms. So if you think my dumbass can remember all that shit, you're sadly mistaken. So shout out to all of them and everybody who listens on demand. We love you. And all of you in the chat room, you're all fucking awesome. I appreciate the hell out of all of you. With that, we are back. Different look, different feel, right? We have Logan joining us. Yo. Usually we'll have, we'll usually have Herbie here. But he's working, he's working some crazy hours and shit now, so he gets a pass. He's not gonna feel the wrath. And I didn't just say that because I saw Jessica enter the, the chat room either, but good timing. So, with that, Kat joining us. Continue. And, and thank you for coming on. And I wanna invite other callers. I want <laughs> the maestro. I want to invite other callers to call in as well because I, I want to hear from more people. I do, I do, I do. But I, this show is fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. Went from me <laughs> yelling and screaming and ranting for an hour to like this really deep shit, you know. Uh, so uh, this but is. But that's a, a what freaking, you wanted. 
Yeah. I imagine that, right? <laughs> We're not sitting here talking about, did you see this one take a knee? Did you see this one take a knee? I don't believe in systematic, uh, systemic racism. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. When the weak remove themselves and make their exit. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But no, this is great. So, my question, my, way dense, my question for you, Kat, is your choice to be self-described anarchist, right? Anarcho-syndicalist, if you want to get, like, real specific and, like, ideological. You can, I'll take mm -hmm. anarcho-communist as well. Like, I, I, this, it's all the same shit at the end of the day, despite what anarchists will tell you. <laughs> That's but, how I feel about libertarians. Just saying, Mike! <laughs> yeah, it's you like, it's Mike like, I, I am, I am a, uh, I am in fact a, uh, a, uh, paleo-libertarian. My friend over here mm -hmm. is a, uh, he is what is known as a minarchist. We, we're not the same, I promise. We, we just, yeah. we just, right? you know. <laughs> we're, we're different, really. We're really different, I promise you. You know? <laughs> I, I, I gotta uh, call out Mike because he, he used to be on this show. He'd be flipping out right now. But Ron Paul said, Ron Paul exactly. said, Ron Paul, like, uh, dude, stop, man. And, fuck Ron and Paul. just for the record, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> I, 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 I feel bad because I always said that. Then I interviewed a man for an hour and I hung out with him and I was like not impressed at all. But it's still, he's a nice enough guy. You know what I mean? But it was like, yeah, you are are the second coming of, <laughs> like, I just right, don't get right. it. You know, and he's, that was the thing. Slightly serious. Welcome. Yeah, Go ahead. Ron Paul's got a few screws loose for sure. <laughs> he's an uh, interesting they character. Hold on to it. Yes, like, hey, I like the anti-war shit and everything else, but. And then I see, like, Mike, and and Mike has been around long enough where he knows, and I said it on the Tuesday show, screw you, you're still on probation because you disappeared for two months. And he didn't get offended and, and sent me nasty Facebook messages, okay? But he knows I do this, and I'll tell him on Tuesday that I did this, and I'll, I'll replay this for him. Charming will be talking to him at 4 a.m., so remember, stay up. And uh, you can even tell him I said this, but... He said the other night that the libertarian candidate for president is is very disappointing and bringing in bringing in too much social justice and too much divisionary this and too <laughs> much this and doesn't represent libertarian libertarian policies. But I'm still going to vote for them. But I don't believe in what they stand. Like, I'd like to talk with your friend. Here. Yeah, I, I, I you got to call in on Tuesday. If oh, you call on Tuesday, I want. I'll do it. I'm down with it. Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's what I was going to get into is that like anarchist libertarians, we 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 both shit on each other. It's a, it's a fun little rivalry that we got going on, but we are kind of like well, I know ideological brethren. Like at the end of the day, like we all kind of we both believe in kind of like the same shit, just different lenses of it. Yeah. So he's complaining because the left libertarians have come out and started doing their things. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and it's just it's crazy to me. But here's my question to you: if if Let's use the two-party system, right? And serious, you're always welcome to call in, my friend. You know that. I was talking about you earlier, right after my screaming for an hour. Um, if the two parties in this country, I still think there should be either no parties or more parties or whatever the fuck, right? Because the, the comment, you, you and I are never represented, right? And right. day it's the truth, all right? Uh, we, we pander to an electorate, and that electorate only includes registered voters or, in the case of some, 
Um, well, I agree. It's really a uniparty. I'm with you, Johnny. I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm there too. Yeah, I, that's what I actually mean. Uh, Eric's coming on. I'm gonna hold my thought here for a second. Home oh, Depot shit. truck. Nice. Go, go ahead, yes. Eric. Before I start going to that, go ahead. Um, I was gonna chime in about like the the two party system because I think I was on like in the comments on a Tuesday show last week where I pointed out like a majority of states having very restrictive ballot access laws where where basically Republicans and Democrats basically hold like a monopoly on our election system and and how independent third parties just basically have an uphill battle in elections. And um, and how like the Dems and, and GOP pander like they do. Oh shit! Hello. Do we That's lose good. him? I, he just he just went silent for me. Uh, oh, I'm I'm so, back. Oh yeah, I'm back. I mean, I had a phone call interrupt, but I had to send a text message to my dad that I'd call him right back. All right. Um, where was I? The third party yeah. not winning anywhere. Yeah, but but the thing about how the two party system works is is basically the voting bases of those parties you know eat that up too. Oh yeah. Well, and then even our first president George Washington warned in his farewell address about political parties being dangerous, hence him being the first and only nonpartisan president in U.S. history. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's that's the thing is like. When you draw these party lines over very serious issues that, you know, can have very real effects, you know, could possibly end lives. You mm-hmm. know, when you, when you tell people you can't have all the solutions, it just, it just creates this fervor that like, uh, yeah, you know, they have to pick and choose where they die on. I, right. I, I, you know, so, and, and Pete, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, and another thing, like when Siley Sirius uh, ever comes on, the sh- calls into the show again. He'll tell you that that about the congressman friend t- telling him basically it's all about you know they don't that the elected officials don't care about the the constituency. They only they're only there to raise money for their parties, which is basically called paying your dues. Which I think that shows the deep level of denial that they're in. And it's true, and and that's the thing. So it, it's it's literally a uniparty and. Only the registered voters or the dead voters are what matters, and the other 200 million people, you don't matter. It's just, yeah, it, right, right. It, it's, and felons, right? Too. felons get fucked. Yeah, big, big time. It's basically yeah. the ruling class that's in charge, um, and and that's basically, but basically the the rest of America that it's like their way of giving up, giving us the middle finger. Yes. Yes. And and it's amazing to me, and and people still, like honestly, they, they will they will freaking kill themselves to vehemently defend that one-sided ideology. So, and Eric, you can stay on. But here's here's my question to you, Cat. This is what I was curious about. If let's say there really were two parties, right? Let, let's believe all the hype and the bullshit, right? Say that these parties actually represented what they what they're supposedly supposed to stand for, would you still choose to not identify with either of them? And would you have not gone the way you've gone? Or would you have leaned more towards, and I'm not saying this for a a bias reason, I'm just curious, is it because you feel so let down by both? Or is this something that you just, you made your own conscious, obviously, decision, 
to do what you're doing and support what you support. But what drew you to that? What what brought you to that level? Was it the failure of the two party system, uh, the political system in general, uh, deep diving stuff? What brought you there? I'm curious. Well, the thing about me, thing about me is, I mean, I am the kind of person that likes to do my own research and and not believe some media narrative that the media wants to shut down our throats. Correct. No, and and I was. I'm sorry. I, I know I was. I was actually saying that the cat, but Eric, uh, I, I wasn't not saying you could respond too. So I love it. No. It's yeah, just, but I, I figure I might as well just uh, chime in on it. But no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, we all love you, Derek. It's all right, Kat. So, well, hopefully our friend um, Cody from New Generation Speaks Podcast is coming back very soon with some new shows. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. He just stopped responding to my DMs on Instagram, and he just, just vanished. Yeah. No clue what happened there. Hey, Onyx, welcome. Huh. Very hmm. cool. So, Kat, but yeah. oh, question right, to you. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm, so philosophically I'm known as a I, – I, Describe myself as a rule utilitarian. Basically, the most moral thing that a person can do is to, you know, basically bring as much human happiness as possible. And defining what that actually is is a long and arduous process. I tend to go with, like, the scientific method. That's, like, kind of what I rely upon. So, generally speaking, mm-hmm. people are happier when they're free. People are happy when they're, uh, you know, fed, watered. Healthcare's taken care of. They got housing. Like that's generally what makes like happy people. So the thing is that even if like the the parties represented what they actually represented, I would still take yeah. issue with a lot of what the Democratic and Republican parties both, uh, you know, they both do. Because you know, I I like my I like my guns. I like, but I also like, you know, my trans people, my gays, my all all that shit. Uh, so like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to pick between those two. Like, if I had to, like, yeah. really just, like, th- throw my dime in there, so I'd probably still be an anarchist of some flavor. You know, I, if mm-hmm. I had to vote, I'd probably still vote a little bit more Democrat, because, like, I do think that, like, uh, social progress, human rights and such are a little bit more important than the guns, but, like, that's that's just, like, a lesser of the two evils type of deal for me. Yeah. Now, well, go ahead. Continue, continue what you're saying. I'll ask you a question there after. I mean, that's kind of it, really. It's just like, you know, like okay. it's just what makes people happier is kind of what guides my philosophy, and that's kind of what led me to anarchism. Generally speaking, you know, just okay. freedom, individual rights, so on, are just very important to me. And I don't I don't think that Got either it. party, even in their ideal state, really represents that. Agreed. And you like everybody you and guns? Huh? You're a minority. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I know. What an evil person. <laughs> I know. Well, we... We got to the next person on the Clinton's hit list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to bring this to a more normal conversation now. Did you see what they did in baseball? Sorry. Anyway, exactly. Um, but <laughs> I, I I find it I find it interesting with you know the Democrats like I, I and I did this last week. I went on to the hypocrisies where they were talking about the left, left, left. And I just started rambling off a whole bunch of shit about the right. Like I, I could do that all day, right? And it's funny, the duality of the parties, right? Everybody says America's democracy, Democrats, democracy, right? America is actually a constitutional republic, Republicans, mm-hmm. right? So it's amazing how you have the duality there. And the irony of that is just hilarious to me. 
because we all know, like Johnny said earlier, it's a uniparty, right? They, they don't, they don't stand for anything anymore. They've fallen so far. And even what they did stand for, I questioned where it came from. Again, I could tell people why I chose to be a Republican. Most people can't say why they chose to be a Democrat, but you ask any Republican or Democrat today, not all, but more, right? Hell, ask ones in Congress and the Senate. Why are you a Republican or Democrat? They'll just look at you with their, you know, that dumbass look and give you some bullshit political speak. You know, they'll give you some talking points, some campaign rhetoric shit. And that's what blows my mind. Whoever gave them the most money. Democrats and social. Well, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're NASCAR drivers with their, with the logos, you know. But what you said about Democrats and the social issues, but they've come, they're, it's insulting when Democrats try to pander to the social justice side because they come across as so hypocritical to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at the Democrats. And, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in the uh, armed minorities are harder to oppress crowd. Like, I am totally in like, like I would amen, totally be in amen. favor if all these protesters just started showing up with AR-15s. It's like, look, police, you either got to behave or get the fuck on. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's like my ideal scenario right there. <laughs> I, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. But, you know, and I, I use, I use the, basic, the basic example of the fact that in the 2000s, Back when I was dumb and thought George W. Bush was like some kind of hero, God, I was dumb. Anyway, but, yeah, you were. But you had a Demo- <laughs> I know the Democrats were protesting war, right? Constantly protesting war, protesting war, protesting war. They were known for that. Mm-hmm. And then now, flip side, you have a Republican who is more opposed to the wars. So you have Democrats and, of course, Republicans as well. We need more war. It's just it's insanity. The irony in how, right? Oh, Onyx, Onyx, call in. Another another thing is I, gun rights too. Uh, if you want to like point to another thing, is you, you oh, can yeah. look into the Mulford Act and how that was passed. You know, the Black Panther Party were doing their thing in yes. California. Ronald Reagan just comes over and says, mm-hmm. "Um, uh, y'all should just put them guns away. Let, let's get let's uh, let's make sure that only it's, the good old boys get their guns." You know, <laughs> right? And something is interesting. And I literally got caught. Con- I can't share a lot. Uh, uh, d- dude, I hear you. But I, I would, honest, we, t- we spoke about that before, and we're going to do some special shows just on that, like, Potapon style shit, too. And that's something that definitely check out and, and follow us and stay up to date with what we're doing because there's a lot of shit we're going to get into on that. But it's funny to me because I got confirmation literally today of two prospective dates for Larry Pickney to come on our show. And I'm going to give him the whole three hours. I'm going to do a special one with, with some of our listeners doing a live Q&A. We're trying to figure out how to make all that a reality. But there is one of the co-founders of the original Black Panther pro, uh, Party. And he is he blows me away when he speaks. And it it's just I cannot wait for him to finally. He's going to actually, I think he's going to beat out Matt Morgan. He's going to be our first guest. But the power behind what he has to say and the respect that he has because he's not the new age black Panther. Even he said they're shit. Yeah. Another garbage. Right. But he speaks. Yes. But he speaks to a whole different, a whole nother depth, a whole nother level because he was there. You know what I mean? He was side by side with Dr. King, with Malcolm X, with Huey too. Yes. Wait, there's a new age black Panther. 
Yeah, it's it's some strange yeah. black net bullshit. Don't don't worry about them. They're crazy. <laughs> They're no, I okay. mean like look, no, I'm an anarchist. I never I heard like of the hierarchy okay. of race. Yeah, okay, so like. They're, they're, they're just they're, they're just co-opting the name. They don't believe in shit that the original Black Panther Party actually, you know, stood no, for. It's it's a not at all thing. It's yep. it's, it's. I know disgusting. original uh, Crip. Oh yeah, the Crips. The Crips <laughs> when they first came around were actually pretty cool people. They uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the it's an acronym actually. If people don't know, it used to mean Community Resistance in Progress. Mm-hmm. It, it was supposed mm-hmm. to defending its yep. police brutality, and then the CIA came in and did what the CIA does. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> and kids are getting rowdy. <laughs> Leave the children alone, Hillary. Leave. But yeah, I would. I would. Sorry, we know where Giselle's being held. Man, that would be anyway, such an awesome uh, listen. I would love to, to to talk with him if I ever could. Yeah, he's. Oh, you'll have the chance. He will be on, and he said that he could do at least a live three-hour show. And he goes, even if you want to do another live three-hour after. He's fine with that, and a, even a pre-record, a special one where we just have some some of our um, our longtime listeners and shit come on and just do a Q and A with him. This man is fascinating. He's truther on a whole another level. Yeah. Welcome back, Taz. But he he talks about such deep shit, and even I mean, yes, he's he's overboard with the Christianity. I'm gonna say that, but I will say Alan Keys. That's somebody else who I got to work with, meet, and I actually – I hosted his speech in 2008 in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, where Dr. Alan Keyes gave his speech as to why he's leaving the Republican Party. And this man blew me away. He's very, very, very much into religion and, again, to each their own. But my God, that when he spoke, it just – it commands you to listen because the depth and the knowledge there – and that's how it is with Larry. I think he's Larry's like what? God, he's got to be what mid sixties now, I guess, around with the original Black Panther Party at least. But the way he speaks, it it will blow everybody's mind. That's going to be one of the the best shows we're ever going to have, just because of where he comes from. And he speaks to how they've perverted and twisted, you know, the actions of Malcolm X, of Dr. King, and he's not. And he's not talking about any side. He's kind of like, he takes a position of, fuck you all. I was there when it mattered and we were fighting for something. And how how can you sit there and deny this man? Because this is somebody who was locked up countless times. And as he said, because we didn't go along with the CIA and we were demonized and they rejected the political money that he says was right there, readily available. And it's... It's amazing. That's all I got to say. Getting the chance to, I mean, I've, I've gotten to work with, you know, like Pat Buchanan's of the world and a whole, a whole bunch of really interesting people. And like I said, I was on the Alex Jones show back in the freaking 2009. I didn't even know him. Well, I didn't know him. I'm like, ah, fuck that guy. Right. And again, people have their opinions on him and shit, but all the people I've gotten to talk to while doing this shit, it's fascinating to me, but he's one like getting to talk with him now is just, it blows your mind. And this guy is just so powerful. So that's going to be a good one. And Kat, I, I hope you'll be a part of that when we do the, the Q&A portion of that. Because it's I, – I, I, I'm like like last night. I was tongue-tied during our show because of what Carrie said to me. I'm tongue-tied talking about this guy. He's one of those people that just – he inspires you. He's, he's the epitome of 
beyond political, all about the righteousness, but he does not pull any punches. He's very blunt. And again, he's one of those people where it's like, dude, you earned your, you, you fought for your shit. You know, you could say whatever the hell you want to say because you were there. It's anyway, I'm done. I'm he's sorry. a bigger man than any of us. Moving ever on. Be. Yes. That's a giant to me. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I've said this before and people are like, Oh, are you pandering? A, a conservative said that to me. Oh, are you pandering? Like, fuck off. I, I'm pandering, right? No. I said this always. I've said this forever. People that I, I admired my entire life. I politically, I got to say Thomas Jefferson was somebody who I really admired out of the founding fathers. He's kind of the least popular of them all, but that is what it is. But Martin Luther King Jr., my entire life, fascinated by the man, thought he was a genius, right? Shut up, maestro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, I saw that one. But and Malcolm X, right? He's another one. The power, the power of what he did. And then again, you look, and that's where a lot of my anger comes from, especially when I became wise to what's going on. And I, I will forever, forever give Trump credit for this. And he still fucked it up. He, had, he didn't fuck this one up. The State Department fucked it up. And... That always boggles the mind, but it shows you the power. When he declassified the JFK documents and every president was condemning him for doing it and everybody was saying how wrong it was and then they held it back and he ordered them released and they still redacted shit. But if you go and read the JFK papers and the shit that was classified for so many years, you see the shit right there, right there. Even with the redactions, you see it clear as day. How the FBI was had the plan, the plot to kill the Kennedys, to kill King, to kill Malcolm X. I mean, it, it's it's literally white, and this isn't this is white papers. You know what I mean? It's this is legit shit. This is not some created document. These are the real fucking investigative shit, the transcripts, the everything and anything from back in that time period. That should scare the sh- and and of course talking about taking out Kennedy right and well this success the third shooter in the grassy knoll but some shit like shit <laughs> yeah so exactly some shit like that but it's just it's amazing to me when you read this shit and how can anybody when you talk about when you talk about anything going on in today's world if you don't preface it with the FBI and I'm not one of those people oh there's good people. Fuck all that. The FBI and the CIA are two of the most evil entities the world has ever known, seen, whatever it may be. Oh, forget about Waco, Just too. evil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got to admit, I watched I watched that uh, series, too. Really? It's actually well done. Oh, you know? my father fucking... Yeah. He, he's one of those people, like... He was like growing up during that time and he watched it and he doesn't agree with anything, but he was actually surprised how accurate. So he claims where he remembers how accurate they got it, but he knows that Hollywood always puts their own spin on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, That's always how it goes with those type but of things. It, oh yeah. Well, they, they perverted the Epstein docket. It was still, it, it had some truth in it, but it was a perversion of the truth. But Waco, they actually put out there pretty damn impressively. 
And yeah, that, that was sick. You know, and again, you're, you're, you gotta believe, oh, he was a crazy cult leader and he is doing like, dude, look, look what you did. And then it was brought up on Tuesday about, you know, uh, uh, Leroy Finnick, uh, oh, I'm saying it wrong. Leroy Finnickum? Finnegan? Shit. Finnegan, thank you. And the Bundy standoff and shit like that. I mean, Finnegan, look, look what they did to him. They murdered him in plain sight mm-hmm. for the world to see. They literally just shot him in the back of the head. Yep. Execution style. Straight up took him out. <laughs> and, like, but we don't talk about moving that. on, gas prices, <laughs> no! <laughs> like, what the fuck? They did that with, uh... God damn! Fuck, who was that guy? The, the, the dude who tracked the CIA, uh... With their, uh, dealings with the cocaine in the black community. Who was, who was that guy? He was a fucking journalist. Oh, yeah! You, you know, the, oh, you know yeah. two they to the back of the head, that dude talk- fucking... Yes. Yeah, they did the same thing with him. Yes. Like they, they just briefly like flashed over the story, didn't really say shit, didn't really go too deep yeah. into it, and they're just gone. Yeah, there he is getting shot. Gary Webb. That was on Nasdaq today. Thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you. That was gonna bother the shit out of me. <laughs> literally talking about how the the CIA fucking plot to literally poison the minority community, and, and here's it was more than just a story. This was like legit information. There was truth there. There was fuck everything and anything dead gone. No big deal. Like, and that's and that's where I can't stand the hypocrisy. So when I see like the media or like Democrats or even Republicans saying they're talking about social, like motherfucker, no. It it's it's so it's so only your agenda, only your propaganda. When you literally have murders straight up executions of black white hispanic right there in the fucking on camera you'll put it out there to sensitize everybody because nobody gives a shit anymore right right there for the world to see and then you just blow past it no nothing to say right it's sick i mean it's agenda 21 to the fullest extent it's it's a sickness and it just i can't that's that's the shit that just it brings that rage out of me. Yeah. How how they have purposely and by design, and I think people have misplaced rage, but I don't question their rage at all because I get it and I and I feel it on another level. You know, we're so quick to say uh, politician A or B or party A or B when unfortunately it's even bigger than that. You know, it's elements of your own quote unquote government, which again, deep state and for the world to see literally doing it by design, literally following the same philosophy of what Hitler was doing. I mean, again, all right, maybe the Nazis were onto some really fucked up shit. They were going to bomb us from space. They just couldn't finish it. Right. They went after the Jews. Albert Einstein escaped Germany, came to America. Right. There's all this shit. Right. And yeah, they, they, they did all this shit, right? Oh, I know. I'm just using this example, Johnny. Like, they're doing all this shit, but no matter what, no matter what it is or what it was, you literally had the government bring them to the United States, the other countries did it too, and put them to work. Exactly. Criminals, murderers. Like, what the fuck? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, paperclip. I heard about that once. They have no idea what it is. <laughs> but, like, understand don't don't misplace that rage and that anger but just focus it on the right the right entities because that's out that's fucking sick man yeah that is it's perverseness 
Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I just that that just it 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 that cuts me to the core because I just don't understand how that gets a pass. You know what I mean? Well, and it, that should never be the case. It was good. Like you were saying about Hitler, like like I said about Hitler, like he thought World War Three was going to be America. Well, that's because the reason why he did what he did, granted, is because he thought he was defending Germany from the Third World War if he won. Because he thought he knew if America won, that America would be controlled by the Jew, by the true heroes of the Hebrews. <laughs> that was a bit of a Freudian slip, wow. wasn't it? Just a little bit. <laughs> he was trying to protect Germany from the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and the Jews. Oh man! And that America will try and conquer the world. He was a crazy motherfucker. I mean, that's for, for me. That, and here's where I come in as an anarchist. That, uh, yeah. This and this is where anarchism, anarchist thought, and I guess to an extent, libertarian thought, even though they'll never admit it, kind of stems from is the yeah. issue of stratified hierarchies. Stratified hierarchies are what are yes. always going to lead humans into the fucking ground. When we decide that someone is better for no real reason, it's just because, you know, hey, your skin's kind of a little bit darker. You're kind of a inferior human being. That's where you lead into this bullshit. It's just, it's just people being yeah. segmented and we power just being distributed for arbitrary yep. reasons. That's what's, that's what's going to lead just this fucker to the ground and just raised and burned to the ground. Because people, like, we already. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. People are only three missed oh, no, meals okay. away already... from a revolution. It's that simple. Right? I, I mean, we literally, we've desensitized the populace enough, right? We've controlled the media since, they say the 50s, I say way, way before that. But nevertheless, you know, they control the media. Since radio was so invented? We dehumanize. Yeah. We dehumanize, we segregate by design, by design. And it's just... They're literally, they want. I I love when they. First off, I love how anybody hails Bill Gates as a hero. That just blows my fucking mind to to know. What you talking about? He wants but to put like microchips when, in people. <laughs> he's also he's also basically <laughs> just colonizing <laughs> Africa second time again. Nobody gives a fuck. It, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. He uses he uses uh, freaking black people and Haitian people as his test subjects. For nothing to see here. He's he's a good guy. I'll give, I heard a, I heard a thing from Alex Jones. He's like, I'm, I'm Bill Gates. I wear a pink sweater, so you have to love me. <laughs> it's a whole skit I see with that. It was just, it was too damn good. I gotta say, it was too damn Alex good. Alex Jones is a treasure. You're right, Ace. You know, <laughs> I, there's so much entertainment there. Him and fucking honestly, uh, like, yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson. You know who he is? Black dude, older. Oh, he I is. I had Jesse. <laughs> Amazing. Jesse, I worked with him. I had him speak at. <laughs> He spoke at he spoke at a couple of my rallies. Um, I did radio shows of him back in the day. Um, Johnny, a lot of people believe that, and there's a lot there's a lot of shit about that too. Volpus, I got a question for you. Do you love do you love black people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I fucking I love that guy, man. <laughs> I love him. He's so he, fucking. He's like that. Oh man. He, he is like that in person. I sat down at dinner for dinner with him, right? And waitress came over. He goes, "Let me ask you something." <laughs> and he's like, 
do you love me as a person? Do you love me because of the color of my skin? I'm like, I'm just like, whoa, it's my first time having dinner with fucking Jesse Lee Peterson. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I don't know you. Should I get to know you before I say I love you? He's like, he just looks at it and goes, you're a smart girl. <laughs> and he's like, don't ever change. And he just looks at me and he laughs. He goes, I'm slightly crazy, but that's what I do. I'm like, dude, you're as real as it gets. People think he's another one. They think he puts on a show. No, he's like that in real life. I can attest to that. He's awesome. Dude. You know, but he is, he is a fucking trip, man. It's insane. Oh my God. I actually, I actually had the privilege of, I hosted a radio show many, many years ago. A good friend of mine is Ted Hayes and people should research him online. Ted Hayes. T-E-D-H-E-Y-E-S. He's a homeless activist. The man is amazing. He chooses to be homeless. And he he's one of the real he's out in California. He's one of the realest people you'll ever meet. And he had his own radio show for a long time, America's Black Shield. And it was about how you could be pro-black and still pro-America and about bringing people together, right? And he had to he had to go away for a month because he had to go go to jail because he slept on a bench. He goes, well, they're going to lock me up for 30 days. He goes, but hey, they give me free room and board. And I'm like, oh, my God. This radio show was on, you know, terrestrial radio. And he goes, Dan, he goes, I want you to host the show. I'm like, what? (laughs) Which I'm like, I I, I can't match you. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, yes, I do, Johnny. But I did. And it was just an amazing experience. But I, I digress. He's somebody that I'm also trying to bring on to the show and get him in because another one you need to hear from. But some of these people, man, I remember a reporter coming up to me and saying, you're white. I'm like, you're observant. I, and she's like, so what does a white person have to say about illegal Mexicans? I said, are you pro-illegal? Yes, I am. I just said it. I said, and I say illegal. You said Mexican. I said, but I know I'm the racist, right? And I just, this idiot reporter, right? And Ted Hayes just stands in front of me with Jesse Lee Peterson. He goes, you go stand over there and go get a drink. And they both turn around the reporter and go, so tell me how we're white supremacists. It was just such an epic moment, you know? But what I'm getting at with all this is, see, there's, there's, damn straight, there's some real people out there. But their voices are just like right now. They they lump Jesse Lee Peterson into. He's a right wing extremist. Oh, I'd, I'll die he's on anything the hill. but. He's just funny. He's yeah, but he's he's actually he's something completely different. But he's he's forever labeled, and that's it. That's it, right? And I, I don't want to go mainstream and talk about Candace Owens and shit like that. I, I could do this all day, right? And unfortunately, some people – anyway. But back to the fucking shit here. I'm sorry. I got off track. You're good. It's probably, better, it's probably better that we don't go into that shit because that's, that's when the disagreements start coming out. And it's like, oh, I thought you were cool. You know, just that's – Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No. And, I and thought you were cool right? until – Yeah, and then the division starts yeah. coming up. Which is which is purposely why I won't even go down that right, road because right. so it's so petty and counterproductive. Right, right. You know? But no, this is this is the conversation I wanted to have with you weeks ago when it just became bullshit and got overrun by stupidity. Right, right. So this is fast. I love this, and I I, I hope the people. I mean, people are staying on for the most part. So thank you. Um, but to go back to the chat real quick, uh, Johnny. Uh, yes, 
I tune in to RBN quite often. There's so much. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta tell people. Damn it. I, I wish I could share links and shit like that, but I want to actually talk to people outside of here too. So freaking reach out. There's the email. It's, it's the Gmail one because the one on the website, I just don't know how to use it yet. <laughs> That'll make us sound look more legit, but I suck. And the maestro, I feel bad. He gets asked to do too much anyway, so we'll get there. One, I think there was a reason why we couldn't use it yet, though. I think there was a legitimate reason. But nevertheless, Live at Gmail. Honestly, like, I want to hear from people. Or I know Ace has sent me messages before via the, uh, the page uh, messenger and shit, but I really want to start talking to some people about some other shit, you know? And I'm, I know I'm spinning wheels here, and I apologize. I'm repeating myself, but I mean what I say because – Conversation like this and just have more people having the, the depth of conversation. I love this shit. I love it. And it's got to be better for all of you than listen to me yell for an hour. Agreed. Yeah, hey, that was nice of you. That was nice of you, Ace, because you know how I feel about Facebook, but it was good because that's how I met you. So, therefore, hey, you, you and Taz hold a special place in my heart. So, anyway... Does anybody else want to call in before we hit the end, by the way? I just wanted to throw that out there, because if anybody else wants to call in, please feel free. But uh, there's Eric. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, the the freaking VP of marketing. Yes. yes. Eric's back. back. Well, I know you've already mentioned, uh, like, the idea of collaborating with, with other Podbean talents, like Slightly Serious and, and Ace and a couple others, but another one I emailed you about is John DeVito, who has done some great podcast work, including – a series of podcast episodes on the Pamela Smart case and the Circle of Hope of Ranch Abuse Scandal. And he's also working on a, a series of episodes about the Bali Bish cold case story. But but I will send him your VOP USA live email address so he can get in touch with you as well. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, I, I appreciate that. And uh, honestly... Something I, I said and I keep I keep alluding to, but I mean it when I say I I'm legitimately I'm legitimately trying to get a the twenty four streaming twenty four seven streaming thing up and with that I it's not just hey come be a part of the brand. No, it's come be a part of something different that, Yes. you know I, I you get where I'm going with this. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Done. But no Thank you, Ace. Eric I got, I got to ask, I, I, I didn't read. Oh, that, yeah. No, Kit Kat, I, I, I could definitely attest. Eric does this for so many of us, and he is like, he's, he's a freaking gem, man. I, yeah, I, I wanted to put your things out there. Yeah, but somebody called you the VP of Podbean Marketing. I'm sl- slightly affectionately calls me that. Yeah, I mean the old man and Dina Joe on the morning show see me the same way too, and and Devito does as well. <laughs> That's great. I wasn't gonna throw him out there, but speaking of devils. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What is going on, Dan? How the hell are you? Oh, just I'm great. It's been a while, man. Right? It's been a while. <laughs> right? Yeah, I had to up, man. I had to uh, take the truck back from Home Depot because uh, everybody's been on me that I need to put plexiglass up in the school, uh, in the store so my customers feel welcome yeah. and safe and all that. So just getting all those materials done and all the way. Uh, that was my day today. Yeah. 
I hate that old fucking people. That sounds like fun, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, nobody seems to know where the hell Me anything too. is. And, uh, you know, whatever. So, how was your day? Yeah, they suck. Uh, <laughs> my day consisted of a lot of driving. From Massachusetts to Connecticut to Rhode Island to New York to New Jersey to back to PA for home. So it was a long-ass day. But it was good, man. It was good. I got your emails, too. Thank you. Appreciate the follow-up on that. But, yeah, uh, no you know, you're, you're the perfect one. And, again, this is this is the thing that what people need to know. It's like I, I came in contact with these people, really. I mean, yeah, so many people share. But as soon as Eric got involved, Jesus. He's like a one-man powerhouse in the Podbean world. So, Eric, when we start doing the 24-7 oh, yeah. streaming shit, I'm, I'm just saying, yes. I can offer you about, right? I can offer you about five dollars a week, but I'm saying, <laughs> right? You, you need to do your thing, man. Right? Eric, hey, with all with all the money. With all the money they steal from all the donations that people give, they could afford it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. For sure. Eric, we, we figured it out that when people donate to you on Podbean, we kind of figured out that Podbean takes, for every dollar, they take about 99 cents. I'm aware of that. <laughs> is that. Is that a legitimate statement? I think it's good, right? Sounds about right. It's not too far off. Okay. Jo- Johnny, Johnny, I'm good with that. You gotta email me, Johnny. We- yeah. <laughs> He's Eric's handler. <laughs> this this is great. The last Johnny Blaze is quite the character. The show. Yes, he is. This, this is great. Yeah, they are. That's why. Yes, I see. Right. Listen, I I I like Podbean so much as compared to Blog Talk, right? And. I used to swear by Spreaker, and then I saw that evil report. Oh, Blog Talk Radio, visit our sister site at Spreaker. Like, you sons of bitches, you bought Spreaker. Blog Talk, the great Satan, bought Spreaker. Damn it, I still use them. But Podbean is a great alternative for that. But, yeah, I definitely see the issues with it. And that's why, I, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I just want to just create something where people can go... And not fucking spend how much money and just lose shit and just so much. There's so much. Well, I, think I mean, that what needs to happen, we had that conversation. Yeah, and I think what needs to happen is a big name like Spotify or another big name needs to buy out the, the live platform for Ponzi. Someone who's willing to invest yeah. right. Well, they have Anchor, and Anchor, everybody thinks Anchor, Anchor, you only go live for like what? I think 15 or 45 minutes or something like that. So, I, I agree with you. I wish Spotify would buy a Podbean, you know? Right. That's what we're working on. That's, yeah. Ace, that's exactly what is in the works, and it's not, hopefully, not too far off, or something similar anyway. So, we got to talk again, too, but well, well, yeah, you're, you're about, right. If, if you Spotify, think about it, though, Spotify just paid how many millions for Joe Rogan? You know they're going to want to stream him live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? So. Let's, let's be honest. I'm sure they could buy Podbean pretty cheap. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even shit-talking Podbean. In comparison, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Broken's big bucks. I don't know. Well, um, I know like here on... Um, uh, what are we going to say slightly? Oh, go ahead, Derek. Well, here on Podbean, like with the livecast, you're only limited 
to like three hour broadcasts at a time, but if you go to start up a, another one after your three hour live cast is up, you've got to wait like 15 minutes. Or because if, if you go to start another one right away, they'll still kick you out. But over on Castbox, or as me and Silent like to call Crashbox, you, you can broadcast for up to 88 hours straight. Hmm. Live? Yes. The, with the live cast feature there. That's fucking crazy. But, but, but they got a lot can you of tell me the name of that one? Cast I'm curious. Castbox. They got a lot of issues. Oh, okay. okay. Well, they're, they're real glitchy. Really? Yeah. Got it. Also, a lot of yeah. crazy. I, I, honestly, I still. Oh yeah. Got it. No, I still. I'm not going to stop until we have the 24/7 thing streaming to something completely separate from all this shit. But that's why I was trying to find alternatives, and Podbeam was just a, like the, the closest thing to a blog talk. And the alternative side of shit, you know. So that's, I'm happy we came here, you know. It, it's because if I didn't come here, then I wouldn't have met all of you. So I'm grateful for that. It's definitely more engaging than a blog talk radio. But yeah, it's so close but so far, and that's why I just think, you know, if if so many people come together, even with on-demand episodes, you literally have enough people, enough shows to fill a 24/7 format. And, you know, repeats, air, live shows, everything else. There's a lot you can do with that. Right. There's a lot you could do. And I think if people started becoming independent of platforms like this, where it's like, hey, we're going to give you this awesome platform for 150 a month. And, you know, but you can get donations. We're going to take 99.9% of them. You know, it's like shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I, yeah. Um, yeah. And even with that. I, I agree with that sentiment too, Alex. Yeah, me too. I, I don't even know the other one, but I agree. Yeah, but I still want better. But that's something different. Even when we do that, it's still, we're still going to stay on Podbean for a while. You know what I mean? That's kind of the goal. But, yeah, I think we could definitely just step up the game and just offer a different type of alternative for free speakers, free thinkers, whatever you want to call it. But, okay, I'm done pontificating here. Look at that. We got, we got only, like, shit, like five minutes yes. left of the episode. Wow. You know, having the freedom to do your own shows, that, that's like a good way to put it, Dan. Yeah, you, you get it. That's what, Yeah. So, listen, I, I just want to say, like, this has been a hell of an interesting show. So, thank you all for coming on here. I appreciate it. And thank you, Logan, for... <laughs> what? I didn't do nothing. For, uh, thank you... Thank you, Logan, for showing up this week. Um, the new guy showed up. He didn't get to talk a lot, but he's being dad, so I'm good with that. You know? I just like Herbie. I can't hate him. He's working, so I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, whoa, I went silent there again. Is that just me? Can you hear me? Oh, you, you all, I heard there was mutant going on there, wasn't there? Okay. Okay, I'm back. Now I can, I can hear shit again. Hey, Dan, it was but great to uh, I just want to say... Oh yeah, no, it was it was definitely definitely great talking to you, and yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna respond to your email tonight. Yeah, check that thing out. I want to see what your, I want to see what your thoughts are on that uh, that website where you can take a look at that YouTube video because I'm uh, thinking of purchasing that tonight. So yeah, uh, hit me up and let me know what you think. Okay. And uh, we'll be in touch. No, I definitely will. Yeah, I look forward to it, brother. Thank All you right. so much, man. See you in 35 minutes, slightly. And Eric. All right. And. All love. Uh, thank you all. You're going crazy. Eric, thank you always for jumping on.
Right. You know, I appreciate that. Uh, it was good talking to you. And everything you do. You too. And I appreciate what you do. So thank you for it, man. And I look forward to catching up with you again real soon. And thank you all for the love. You got to stop. But thank you. Thank you. But a special, a special shout out to Kat. This, and I look forward to us talking again. And I'm so happy we got to talk more because you, there's a lot of people, a lot of people that I wanted to talk to more that, that night. But I really wanted to have a a more in-depth conversation with you. And this was awesome. So thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us all this time and talking about everything. Yeah, no problem. I'm always, I'm always down to talk. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty easily reachable, honestly. I just saw the tweet from Eric, so I was like, fuck it, might as well just see what's going on, poke around, you know, right. do my do my usual preaching and just do what I do. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I I appreciate the hell out of it. I really, really do. It, it was really cool because, and again, somebody said, like, oh, you want to attack that person, right? Like, no, I want to talk to that person. Like, You'll get to know them. I, mean? I, I, I want to talk. Yes. Yes, and it's and look at that. There's a lot of stuff that we agree on, and that's the thing that people might get, you know, might freaked out by that. I don't care. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, that's the thing is that like when you come on the far left, like as far as I'm out, that's am pretty far. We're really just concerned. We really, well, we really yeah. just want to help people at the end of the day. Yes. Like you know, it's just like mm-hmm. yes. At some point, when you've reached the level of where like people like me or Kai if you know who he is are at it's just like at some point you just see that fighting's not the way forward it really isn't it just causes exactly it just hampers progress you know it 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 causes people to just it you just get stuck in the weeds there's there's a lot more to be gained from being able to reach out across the aisle shake each other's hands and just say hey look we don't agree on a lot but look mm-hmm. I think we could both agree that higher wages are a good thing. Being able to feed your family is a good thing. Being able to get uh, affordable health care is a good thing. Let's let, let's 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 cut the bullshit for a minute and get that done. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I, and I'm trying to send. I'm try. I'm listening to you and trying to send a message before Podbean cuts me off. Uh, I just listen. My message is my message is shit. But I, I live you, live you. Got this stupid thing. Much love to you, Kyla. Baby girl, Kit Kat, Mom, Vader, Taz, Ace, uh, freaking Johnny, everybody. Don't make fun of my grammar. Being corrected by a very intelligent 14-year-old. Stop that. I love you all. And, and Kat, again, thank you. I gotta go to the ending now, but. Serious, everybody, everybody out there, I freaking love the hell out of you. I needed this show, too. This whole week, I needed these shows. So thank you for yeah. being here, for showing up, for sharing, for showing the love. I honestly and sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate the hell out of every single one of you, and I thank you so much. Anytime, Dan. Thank you so much. Love you, and God bless. And I'll see you all around on Podbean now. Take care, everybody. Sounds good, everybody. Hey, you all have a great night and a great a great weekend, and yeah, I know, it's going to end in two minutes. Thanks, Podbean. <laughs> anyway, alright, I'm going to cut you guys off and go to the our lovely outro, and again, just say thank you to all. Alright, we'll talk again soon, next week. 
you know, VOPUSARadio.com and on Facebook, Voice of People USA Radio page group. Follow us. Follow us on Podbean. Thank you again to all the on-demand listeners on every single platform. We love you all. Have a good night. We will talk to you very, very, very soon. I'm listening to the funny outro. What the hell? You've been listening to Voice of the People USA Radio. We hope we've pissed a lot of you off. It's fun and easy. Look, you can go to other podcasts and they'll blow smoke up your ass, but we don't do that. This is pure, unadulterated truth. Always guaranteed to piss off the apologist, the snowflakes, the victim culture. We're currently on Spotify, Blog Talk, Apple, Google. Find us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio. Find our fan page at Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have comments, questions, dirty pictures, send us an email at VOP USA Live at gmail.com. Till next time, blow that nose. And we'll help fill it up during the next show. Whiny snowflakes. Ah!